we rolling? Yes. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh. Ceremonial. Oh, uh, that's for the right. the one. To let you know, we have, we have not abandoned you, our sweet, loyal listeners. Um, we are here for you despite the COVID-19. Oh, and uh, to my left. Chris Smith. To his left. Steve Hofford. And to his left. Nick DeVito. And to his left. Uh, Steve Sleepy. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. So that tonight. Way, hey, that was way shorter than last week. It is. Well, that's the <laughs> idea. We're going we're gonna to get to business, as they say. <laughs> we're going to start with promotions. Promotions, marketing, marketing, marketing. Well, let's just preempt this with, so I brought, because of always going to Porco, yeah. I made a painkiller last week, mm-hmm. and we all had fun doing it. And so Chris said, I have to outdo him and go to the actual professionals. He did. And what, what happened today? Chris did not say that. Well, I How think did this did. happen? Yeah. Tell us about this miracle. Well, so I am a big believer in supporting our uh, people out there that are not able to be open these days. So I've been buying food from various bars and beer from bars and stuff. So I called Stefan. I texted him and said, hey, I'd like to buy a, a growler of painkillers mm-hmm. for the podcast on Friday night. And he got back to me and said, yeah, I think I can make that happen. So I swung by today after work, and uh, I went in there, and he said, here you go. So he gave me two bottles of the mix. It's called he, PK juice, man. And yeah. he, he said, just take this. And then he gave me a whole bottle of the rum. So he gave you a bottle of black strap. So Cruzon black strap rum, which is the correct, if I'm drinking a painkiller, that is the one way that I will modify the drink, depending on the house and how they serve it. But the way I like a painkiller is I like a painkiller with blackstrap rum. I like the smokiness of it. I like that, that mouthiness that it has. And I have to admit, I will never have it any other way now. Well, that is delicious. It is my way to do yeah. a painkiller. So, so Stefan threw those up on the bar, and I got my wallet out, and I said, all right, how much do I owe you? And he says, nothing. I said, wow. No, wait a minute, Stefan. Let me, here, let me give you – and, you know, this is probably – you know, in his world, a couple hundred bucks worth of uh, painkillers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so All I right. tried to give him money, and he said, no, I'm not going to accept any. You guys are good customers, and you always treat me nice. So I said, well, we're going to do a huge shout-out, you know, tonight at the podcast. And I said, why don't you get your ass down to the podcast? We'd love to have yeah, you. Yeah, what else is he doing on a Friday night? Yeah, he says he's taking a nap. <laughs> he's probably he's taking a well-deserved <laughs> nap. So, uh, but anyhow, that was just so, you know, what a gentleman. He's a he's he's he what's a true gentleman, and uh, he cares about us. Yeah, he does. And and that we was care good about seeing him. him last week. Yeah. yeah, and it is fun. You know, we we try to we patronize uh, Porco as much as we can. We consider them to be our house bar. Uh, they're definitely they've always looked out for us, supporting uh, Bandcamp. I know that this year, if there's going to be a Mile High Mayhem twenty three scooter rally, uh, it's going to be at the end of August, beginning of September, and he's scheduled himself to be, you know, that's our club. That's the Jedi Knight Scooter Club. So the Jedi Knight Scooter Club, now, among other things, we have Yacht Club. So we have the Landlocked Yacht Club. So anybody who knows Denver knows that Denver's not covered with lakes. They have little ponds, the kind that you put the little swan-shaped paddle boats in, you know, those little little ponds that you could basically throw a rock across. And yet they, these guys all own boats. <laughs> not big <laughs> boats, little boats, really little boats. And uh, so they were doing a the scooter rally this year. Is going to have a tiki theme, nautical theme. Mm-hmm. So Stefan's going out to support that, provided we have it, right? So fingers crossed that we're going to get back to a real world. So as a, a devil's advocate, if, if you were not from this area mm-hmm. and you were coming through Cleveland, 
where would you find this amazing establishment that we well, the all? First thing get? is with all your thumb powered devices, just crush the letters Porco into there, P O R C O. Right. And uh, Porco, we've had so many podcast listeners end up at Porco because they're in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and we always we talk about it lovingly on the podcast, and they show up at Porco, and what do they all say? They they first announce themselves at the bar that you know the guys from Cleveland Moto sent me. And then they're like, oh, okay. They're going to give you very special deals, 30% over the normal retail price of the drinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, really, though, they'll, they'll make all kinds of extra charges on your credit card when you're not looking. But they do. They take really good care of our podcast listeners. Clearly, they took really good care of us tonight by giving us you know, drinks that we couldn't pay for tonight. Because this is COVID-19, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, And anybody wants to make one of these at home so they can play along, I'll give you guys the down and dirty recipe. It's actually a really easy drink to make mm-hmm. because you don't need to have all the fancy stuff. You don't need to have orgeat. You don't need to have some really crazy crap that Stefan does for his painkiller. So you, um, they copyrighted, there was a marketing thing that happened by a, a company called Pussers. And Pussers <laughs> makes these, uh, a, a, yeah. a British they, rum, right? Rum. Yeah. And uh, they make a, a British Dark Navy rum. style. Well, they make a lot. They actually make quite Is a few. Pussers or Pussers? It's Pussers, man. P-U-S-S-E-R-S. Oh. And so Pussers oh. rum is traditionally, because now they have bought the name Painkiller, they own. So that's like their thing. Like if you say a dark and stormy, right? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, uh, what the heck's the name of that, that rum company that has the, the seal on it? Gosling's. So Gosling's has their their dark and they have they have Gosling's rum, mm-hmm. and then they have special ginger beer that, made by Gosling's, isn't it? What's that? Yeah, it's their it's own a, shit. Yeah. So it's like you buy part A and part B from mm-hmm. Gosling's, and you make their drink, their okay. dark and stormy yeah, epoxy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's liquor epoxy. It's epoxy for your liver. <laughs> and uh, so that's but the way I do it. So instead of two ounces of Pusser's rum, I use four ounces of blackstrap. Because mm-hmm. what we do here is we don't do a level two painkiller or a level three painkiller. We try to go for that level four painkiller, which is getting the pain right where it fucking lives, yeah, right? right. right? <laughs> and don't you know? Don't waste time in the stomach. Go straight for the brain. Why well, take baby aspirin when you could take a you know elephant pill? Right. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're laudanum. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Oxycontin's such a harsh word. <laughs> You're gonna call it Norcon from now on. Or yeah. So four ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice, one ounce of cream of coconut, and that's the stuff you can buy in the Goya cans or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to do, the, your cream of coconut. But cream of coconut. That's yes. the important cream of part. coconut not is important. coconut water or no, coconut juice. Right. Or cream right. It's got to be cream of coconut. Mm-hmm. You'll know you got the right stuff if it comes out in clumps mm-hmm. and if you got to really beat the living tar out of it. Get a spatula. Get it, yeah, get it really working there. Yep. And then grated nutmeg on top and a little pineapple wedge, and you're, you're off to the races. But, of course, tonight we're not sissies. We're drinking it just the way it came out of the shaker. Here we are. Two Porco. Porco, Porco Stefan was. Uh, true gentleman. Much, and Chris for picking mm. it up and thinking of us. Thank you, sir. That was well played, well plotted, and totally well executed. I got to love that. Maybe the last time, too. Well, and this is that weird. I mean, this is the whole thing is nobody has any fucking idea what this is going to turn out to be. I mean, nobody. If you talk about, you know, you know uh, the Stafford Act and all these different ways that our country deals with emergencies... And we have all these levels of force, these levels of continuum that we use to protect our citizens. Um, sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be pleasant. Um, we here in Cleveland, are we're not being forced to stay in our houses yet. 
So my customers are coming and going. We've got protocols here at the shop. Um, we got our do tell. So we've got Clorox wipes that we use on everything anybody can touch. Temperature gun. We have a temperature gun. Okay. And uh, we'll get into that in about a second. And we're keeping the door locked. So the door is locked at the front of the shop, and we are vetting people. Mm-hmm. And what a change this has been. You talk about a behavior we're going to keep after the virus goes away. Yeah. To prevent COVID-20 and COVID-21, Cleveland Moto will continue to interview through the safety of our glass. We need right? to see your credit rating Can you and your, your health rating. Right. Are you right. buying a motorcycle? Right. Show me the cash. Right, right. exactly. Ooh. Glass cubicle with two doors, and they walk in, and it's... Exactly, it's a man trap. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a man trap. You, like the jewelry store. You, you got to like let them in. If anybody goes to the Chase Bank over here by the Marks, yeah, they've got yeah. a man trap. Yeah. So you yeah. got to go through the man trap to get in. You know, and it's it's always very awkward with somebody who hasn't been to that bank before. Right. And like, you just open the door, and like three people pile in, and you're like, "This is going to be awkward," <laughs> because it won't open the inside door until the outside door closes. Mm. Right. So you're sitting in there that whole time, and you could be you could be a jerk and just hold the outside door open a little yeah. while longer, make them all squirm a little bit. Wear a ski mask just to fuck. Well, with they people. have a metal detector in there too, and I always have my Gerber tool. So you go in there, and there's three people caught in the man trap, and then I walk in, and they go, and you're like, "Don't worry, they'll let us in." What the fuck? <laughs> what does oh, that man. mean? What does that mean? Don't worry, they'll <laughs> let us in. Oh shit! Oh, so man. that is uh, so we're doing that, and we're we're putting our phone number on the door so that people can call in to say like I'm here to pick up my Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. So we can okay, great, cool. We'll come over. We'll grab your credit card. We'll swipe your credit card in here in the building, and one of the mechanics will bring your Kawasaki out to you and hand off the keys and you know which is safer for the customers too. It yeah, is sure. absolutely that's right, the reason right. you do it is. It's both protecting yourself, but protecting other people, too. Put this in your ear. Put this in your mouth. Put this in your <laughs> yes. mouth. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This one goes in your ear. This one goes in your We were joking. Uh, we were saying for mouth. the podcast tonight, I was going to be greeting people at the door yeah. with a thermometer, and uh, there would be one rectal and one oral, but you wouldn't know. <laughs> no, yeah. It was like a key party. It was luck of a draw. Yeah. You could get doubled. <laughs> All right. Sniffs. All right. So a, a priest, a rabbi, oh, and a no. vicar. Walk into a bar. Well, the barman anymore. looks up and says, "Is this some kind of a joke?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got uh, a joke about uh, the coronavirus. Okay, uh, you probably won't get you it. Probably won't. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Didn't you say that last week? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patreon members, just to let you know, Patreon members, Renee is reaching out to you. And wouldn't you all like to be reached out to by Renee? Oh, yeah. Uh, Renee's reaching out to all of our Patreon members to, to consult you guys what size shirts you need. And uh, we're doing a, a kind of a combo with a, a beer koozie and a pint glass or a coffee mug and a shirt. So That's sh- awesome. Wow. They'll be reaching out and asking what size shirt you need uh, because we've got a new shirt um, that I'm wearing oh, today. Oh, very nice. You guys are more than welcome to wow. test feast your eyes on the new uh who uh who did the, the artwork on that one uh that is our uh our local cleveland artist who's done everything so far it's gonna uh, you bear with me uh <laughs> it'll come back to me in a second i just i literally spaced it yeah. the, oh, that's uh, good. hey also in in the netherlands people are stocking up on toilet paper and weed mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles <laughs> and that is absolutely factual there's there's no doubt that's real uh i did get a heads up Steve, I got some news you're going to like. Apparently, this is real. This is not even, I mean, this isn't a a Corona Day gag or anything like, yeah, we're not making fun. (laughs) But apparently, for real, 
one of our listeners, Big Ben, in L.A., sent us the California Air Resources Board official... T-shirt. No. Official approval for the Honda 150cc ADV scooter. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big goddamn deal because... When you do that, it's called the Honda ADV 150, showing a, uh, a CV, tra- you know, CVT CVT, transmission yeah. and 149 cc motor, and sure as shit, there's its California Air Resources Board approval. I'm buying so one as soon as it gets I, I'm gonna say that gives you got it's got to give you great hope because it does. you know that ain't nobody gonna prove anything through carb unless it's gonna be real. When they bring the 750 out, I will retire yeah. motorcycles. Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. When the ADV, the 750 ADV scooter gets here, I have no reason to have a motorcycle. This thing really does look like an Africa twin, but in scooter form. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at the 750 yeah. version of it. Yeah. Is, is that the 150? Version? That's the 150. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely buying one of those, but that's probably a 2021 then, right? I guess so. Right. That would make sense. I don't think they'd release it, release it as like, even if it comes out anytime after May. Usually count that as a twenty twenty one. You count it as the next year. You have year. enough stuff to get used to, like new stuff to learn about and get used to. That I think you can make it. <laughs> I think you can handle it. Yeah. A year, make it a uh, year. Apparently, Interstate yeah. Five, uh, or as people from uh, L.A. would say, <laughs> LA. um, on the LA. five, on the five, a few miles south of downtown L.A. Uh, it's 0-7-30, There's a picture that Big Ben sent out from the cab of his truck. He's clearly driving some sort of commercial vehicle. And that freeway is fucking empty. Empty. Wow. Did you see, empty. I don't know. I, I don't know the name of the freeways in L.A., but there's the famous one where they always show like the, you know, the traffic block. The 105. The, yeah, I think yeah. maybe it's the 105. Right. And they showed it, and it looked like a slot car track. There was nothing but like black grooves on both sides. I love the pictures. Did you send the pictures of Vegas, or is that camera? No. no. Yeah, somebody Vegas sent the pictures camera. of Vegas. Nothing. And at first, I thought it was a Photoshop picture because there was fucking nobody on the mm-hmm. road. Right. And then I looked way up, and there was one car, and there were some people on the right. sidewalks in Vegas who I'm sure were just like snapping flyers at you. Hey man, you like titties? Can you, hey, hey, man. <laughs> Can you imagine the unfortunate sequences of events that would take place if, by chance, they were shooting an apocalyptic movie during this? And so you have a bunch of people in zombie masks running down. I the don't street understand from- why they haven't rolled the film crews out. <laughs> yeah, just now. now to get B-roll to just- get twenty-eight days later yep. than later. Yeah, right. twenty-eight yeah. months later. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds after of after the zombies have after died. The zombies, there's <laughs> all kinds of post-apocalyptic shit that can be filmed, yeah. and it's going to save millions of dollars of CGI. Yeah. And they've already done the grunt work for you. Yeah. They've emptied the streets. Right? But you do remember yeah. in Resident Evil that it wasn't the virus that caused the zombies. It was the vaccine. It was the vaccine, right? Uh-huh. Mm, fuck and, you, malaria drugs. And, I'll take uh, my chances with the COVID. The the guy at the top just announced that they, uh, they're they pulling out of storage, that 20-year-old vaccine for whatever. Oh, yeah. That's supposedly yeah. going to work. What is it? Some twenty year like they've developed this vaccine twenty it's malaria years ago. vaccine Max, malaria vaccine yeah. right. oh, you, you guys need a vaccine oh I think we have one of those <laughs> and that's how that's how Tar Man from Revenge of the Living Dead became right. you know, yeah. you're gonna cycle through like okay yeah so let's so, go through this yeah so when that vaccine comes out mm-hmm. I want to make sure that all those anti vaxxer fucks. You know, stand true and stay away from the back vaccine. Of the line. Back you of the line. You don't want that. Yeah. You can't get this. Right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, interesting. Kind of a kind of a weird deal. The uh, we I know we kind of we we threw some shade last week on the NC seven hundred X. Yeah, yeah. We threw some shade on that. And for the record, one, I have been drinking, and two, we don't hate 
we don't actually hate the motorcycle. How many of this table have owned them? Exactly. Uh, Can you refresh uh, my memory? Because I don't remember much after <laughs> things, <laughs> things were yeah. pretty shady. I don't yeah. remember leaving Porco. I don't remember talking don't remember about the NC700X. casting aspersions about the <laughs> NC700X. But I mean... <laughs> Well, we did say that oh, it wait, was... Oh, wait, you guys were saying the low-revving thing. We were just saying it was about as exciting as... Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you guys were casting aspersions, right. not me. Yeah. No, I couldn't no. Care less you love its diesel-like nature. Yeah. I do, too. And right. like the thing is, is nobody bought one of those bikes expecting to wheelie and no. do cool stuff. Which, you, you buy it because you knew about it. I'm sure at least one person bought it expecting Well, the guy that had mine before I bought it, because it oh. had 137 <laughs> miles, and he turned it back in, and then I got it for three grand. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> Phil could wheelie that bike. I tried it. It was very difficult. It is. But you could do it though, right? Yeah, I could get a wheelie out of it, but the funny thing was, you know, I I define wheelies. There's clutch wheelies, right? Yeah, power you know, wheelies. Clutch yeah. wheelie is a clutch wheelie, and it's not great for the machine. And sometimes that's what you have to use. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's a, an actual power wheelie, right? And then there's a bounce wheelie, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a bounce wheelie, a power wheelie, and a clutch wheelie. And I did go, I did go out on. Uh, into a, of course, private area where it's authorized to do so. Road closed. Road was closed. Yeah, it was right. a closed course only, just myself and uh, one or two other yeah. motorists on the road. And I tried like son of a bitch to make a clean wheelie on the thing, like to make it a good proper wheelie. Right. I couldn't do it. No. no, no, I couldn't. And it has torque. I mean, it's it, the funny thing was that revving it to 5,000 mm. did not help the wheelie delivery. Mm-hmm. It actually worked better to kind of just rev it to 3,000 and be super monster abusive to the clutch. I had I had one by accident on yeah. route the six 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 road out in uh, yeah. Pennsylvania. There these big whoops. Oh yeah, and I was going through them, and I powered through this whoop, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh shit, I'm doing a wheelie!" Like it was great. But it, <laughs> I think it had a lot more to do with like the road and the compression and the say, suspension and yeah, everything. Yeah. Right. Even the blue streak at Cedar Point will do a wheelie, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> even though the, the car weighs like nine tons. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's just how the track is laid out. Right. Um, Interesting from the good news, bad news department, uh, the rumors of our death have been greatly exaggerated here at Cleveland Moto, despite the virus. Uh, we have been selling bikes. Mm-hmm. We, sold a, uh, we sold a Black Forest edition, which is the Zero DSR. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, with, with uh, the urban camouflage. If you look close, it looks like the trees of the Black Forest. Or it looks like almost looks like somebody scratched the paint until you it, look it at does, it. It does, but you look at it really close, you realize it's urban camouflage, and yeah. not only is it urban camouflage, but all of the, the dot matrix or the grid matrix style elements are actually trees. And oh. so when you're like, oh, the tan background is just tan background. No, that's trees, trees too. Uh-huh. Those are upside down trees. And it came with some nice bags. What it did. It comes with really, really nice bags. So SW Motech now no. is doing the luggage for the okay. DSR, so they're not fucking around. No, that's legit. Way to go, Zero. You know, we're going to put a bunch of luggage on our bikes, and you, manufacturers tend to put really cheesy luggage on bikes. Mm-hmm. So that you, people just want to throw away. And you just want to be like, why didn't you put real luggage on it? Right. And uh, Zero puts SW Motech on, which for the life of anybody out there, that is not with which to be fucked. And, the, and here's the cool part. So like one of the problems with hard hard bags, and a yeah. lot of guys that kind of go off-road talk about them, is it's like you'll fuck your legs up if you fall over sometimes, oh, yeah. right? But on that bike, they have the crash bars that extend all the way out to where the bars are. Yes. So if you fall over, keep yeah. your fucking feet on the pegs. Just, yeah, well, those are their law enforcement. Uh, so those are what they call their law enforcement tip-over guards. Okay. 
And those do fucking work. Uh, yeah. We've had some people lay those things down, and with those I mean, uh, it, it looks like if you there, hit the side with both of those things on it, yeah. your leg is safe. You're safe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good design, and I was very happy to have the customer, you know, so we had we sold that. We sold an FXS. You sold uh, that Vespa that my buddy was going to buy. So we did sell that chocolate uh, GTV. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, absolutely. We did that. Um, we sold a number of bikes. Unfortunately, I regret to inform you that we did sell the 919. Oh, mm-hmm. that quick. I didn't get to ride it. <laughs> I literally rode it down the goddamn side street, brought it back so I could sign the paperwork for right. the guy and, you know, Jeez. let him. You was know. he a listener or was he the guy that walked in? He's a guy that does listen to our podcast. Mm, so uh, okay. his name's uh, Craig Brooks. And he's uh, he's been a listener for a long time and he does watch our YouTube videos and stuff like that. And when he heard about the 919, he did his research and he came in and he was, fuck him. And what did, Fuck what him. Did, God damn it. I love your money. I love your fucking money, but... If it's okay, what did that bike sell for? I don't know. We could look it up. It's on the website. Okay. I didn't give any fucking discount because I fucking want to ride that fucking bike, man. Whatever happened to Primo Noctum around here? I mean, that's a really good bike. So I want to know... Who's she? Yeah, No, but I'm I'm saying, like, I want to know what a really good used bike is going for right now. Because that's a... You could have that bike for 10 years. I think I may have undersold it. it. Did he he trade it in? No, he did not give us a trade. trade. So it's a straight straight deal. So that's cool. The... uh, out there, Steve. Yeah. No trades. No, well, but there were there's one there is a trade in there we're going to talk about, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we did we did take a we did take a bike in, so we sold it for forty five hundred bucks forty four ninety nine. So apparently we didn't ask enough money for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good looking bike, man. It's a really fucking cool bike, and I'm pissed off I didn't get a chance to ride it for a week or two, and the weather's shit now, and he's probably going to come. And Pick it up tomorrow. So, fucking son of a bitch, hate well, making money. Well, just don't unlock the door. I know, <laughs> right? I'll go up there with my I'll go up there with my SARS mask on and just be like, no, man. Right. I hope he gets coronavirus. <laughs> thank, thank, I'm gonna go corona all over the seat. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for your money. We are closed until June. Oh, I'm, I mean, look, I'm, I'm just being sour grapes because you get a bike that you really, really like, right. And you do. A, part of this business is you can't name the chickens, right? Yeah. Right. And so when you do get a bike you really, really like, guess what? Other people like it too, so yeah, I'm sad to lose the 919. But as a consolation prize, due to the fact that Cleveland has apparently been nuked uh, in the job market, we had a fella come in and say, "I wanted to sell you my Harley Davidson before the rush." So I didn't wheel it over. I should have wheeled it over for the podcast background, but maybe I will right now. Uh, there in the room with us at this very moment is a 2007 Fat Boy. Mm. Uh, which is the, uh, you know, that, that's a fuel-injected uh, 96 cubic inch modern-ish Harley-Davidson. And uh, it came in, and it came in on the, like, hey, I just got laid off. And apparently, if you don't have gold Krugerrands, a Harley-Davidson will do. So, yeah, so we bought that Harley-Davidson that's sitting over there right now. That's I a good-looking bike. I just listed it on Facebook. Yeah, it's a fat boy. It's got those funny wheels. Uh, I like the wheels. The I don't know. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Have Wait, no what idea. did you say? Cruise control. I don't oh, think it does. Oh, no. I no. I would. It's, it, there's nothing about that that is in the FLHT camp. That's uh, uh, it's just it's just a fat boy. I mean, it's a fat boy. Now, what I it is a newer model fat boy, so it has a chubby back tire and it's got a wide back fender and all that fun stuff that they that you get with the 96 cubic inch. But yeah, it is one of those things that I was kind of riding James Hart. James sent me a text yesterday and he's like, Hey, you know, we got this, this guy's bringing this in and he's pretty hot to try it. He wants to sell this bike in a hurry. 
And I said, dude, uh, Harleys are not going to be a good thing to have. It is not going to be a, you know, it's not going to be a commodity. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are going to be dumping their Harleys because a lot of guys in Cleveland who have Harleys are the kind of guys who aren't going to work next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the Harley's going to be that commodity that goes so that they can buy shit tickets or food or whatever they want. How many need. rolls of toilet paper is a Harley Davidson worth? Oh, we could do the math on that. <laughs> yeah, we could figure that out. Uh, One jumbo pack. <laughs> yeah, the toilet paper thing is strange to me because I've always had a bidet, so, and I know even, how to treat yeah. my ass. Even if you don't, if yeah. you have a shower, you have a toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, or even just a, a, a bowl of salt water right. next to your thing. You can yeah. clean your... Yeah. Or what about an old bag of tube socks? Hey, no, there you go. people heard the flu, and they think the flu is where you puke and poop. Shit your brain. Right. Diarrhea. Yeah. And it's not. The no. flu is respiratory. Right. That's, That's true. A, to Chris, what you're talking about, one of the funniest cartoons I saw with these socks all standing in front of the laundry thing. And there's like three sets of socks, and they all have eyeballs, and they're right. great. And the socks telling the other one, don't get lost, dude. If you get lost, you're going to be toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> that is factually accurate. Um, yeah, that's. I, it was very strange to have that be the first one that came in, the first Harley that came mm-hmm. in, because we've been through this before. You remember that our company has survived a previous recession. So that we remembered in 2009 when we started seeing a lot of that stuff come in, and having a pile of money hiding in the back so that we could do this mm-hmm. was important, and we wanted to make sure we're in. Well, that's it's like during, stocks. It is. I mean, that's what you do. Well, stocks. during that recession, though, Tank, you you, buy them. you yeah. had commodity, as mm-hmm. in you had scooters. Yeah, we everybody had, wanted yeah. cheap. Oh yeah, high yeah. mileage stuff. So that probably worked out all right for you. For us, it was tough. You know, we went from a big, big year in 2008 to an extremely desolate year in 2009, like most businesses did. Mm. But we survived it because we did have stuff that we knew that people wanted to have. Like, we mm. had doubled down on light-duty, inexpensive bikes. Mm. So we had bought a bunch of pre-owned bikes that were very, very inexpensive so that people that were on a budget could still afford to have a good time. They were just having a $2,200 good time instead of having a $6,000 good time. That has to be a, a really good bonus compared to like some of these big deals. Like, so, you know, everybody's, I, I've heard people even say, like, Phil, why don't you get bigger? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Because I tried that. Stuff. Remember that second store I had? Right, right. Oh. No, but what I'm saying more importantly, though, <laughs> Stay is small, in, keep it in, all. instead of like <laughs> keeping a bunch of like new brands where you're stuck just pumping this out, right. you can really analyze what's coming. What's going on, yeah. and then buy appropriately right. to the best of your knowledge, and at least, absolutely, you know, have those yeah. bikes available. And it really is. We have to listen very carefully to everybody that comes in, especially in these times, because when we hear a story from somebody who says, "Look, I'm not having a great week, or I'm not mm-hmm. having a great month, or my job just went away, or whatever," um, yeah, we got to kind of look at the way they're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not just oh, oh, you're selling your. You know, you're selling your bike I sold last year. I sold it to you last year for nine grand, and you're selling it for four grand. Yeah, I'm in, but not really. Yeah, why? Because there have been a few that we did not do great on, even when we thought we were making a killer deal. Mm-hmm. And the whole economy, the whole economy yeah. is crumbling. So, yeah, it's true. So let me ask you a question. Do yeah, you go think ahead. The auctions will be fruitful. I don't. I really don't. You don't think there'll be a ton of bikes here? I think there's going to be a glut initially because no dealer, and these are dealers who go there, no dealer's going, you know what I need to do right now? I need to fatten up my inventory. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show up at the auction. I'm going to spend about $200,000. Right now, dealers are not spending $200,000. They're going to say we need to conserve cash. But bikes are being repossessed. And I think think the auctions are going to look really good in six months. 
So I think that, first of all, even if you stop paying the note on your, uh, you know, whatever the hell you got, yeah. your BMW, even if you stop paying the note on your BMW today. Oh, they're not picking it up. Well, first of all, go find the repo guy that's going to be out hunting bikes right now. Right. Okay. And there's going to be protections put in place to protect you from people taking your property away from that's you true. right now yeah. if you don't pay your interest, et cetera. So there's going to be some relief things put in place. So I'd say right now, if I was a, if I was a collections agency at this very moment, it could be pretty ugly. It could be a really weird game. Like either I'd have all my crew out there trying to pull in as much inventory right as they now. could pull in yeah, right, right now, now, because I, if I was in the collections or acquisitions market or you know that game, I really think that. Within a well, short while, be a three or four month moratorium on there will on, be, and nobody's going to be allowed to repo, repo shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if three or four months before anybody's allowed to repo anything. But more importantly, the people that run those auctions look, you can't have more than 50 people in one place. Mm. That's a fucking rule. And I'm not now gonna, they're going to reduce it to 10. Right. Well, I'm not going to run that auction online only because we know that nothing drives up the price of an auction like human beings in the room bidding on shit. That you just saw and touched. Right. You know? And it's really tough to run an auction that is purely 100% online. Stuff's mm. going to be devalued. It's going to sell for not very much money. So if they do decide to run the auctions, I'm not saying they're not going to. If they do going to run, they're going to run them online only, which, of course, is going to hurt the dollar value of the product, which remember that all that product, they don't own that. The auction companies don't own that product. That's all dealers that want to have their stuff but liquidated. They own percentage in it, and so. they get a percentage out of it. So realistically, unless I'm a dealership who's drawing my fucking death rattle right now, I'm probably not going to say, you know what? Go ahead and run your auction next month. I want my bikes to be in it. I know nobody's going to be there to bid on them. And I'm willing to take it in a giant goddamn ass right now on whatever 12 bikes you happen to have down there in your warehouse. I don't know, man. I'm probably going to say, let me stick for another month and see if we get out of this thing. I think six months might be the right time to see a lot of really distressed inventory hitting the market. Now, when it comes to Harley-Davidson, holy shit. We know about dealers that have been taking used bikes in on trade just to move the new iron out the door and they have no intention of selling the bikes that they took in on trade and those bikes are being warehoused and they don't have a plan of attack for the all of the five to twelve year old inventory that's coming in so that they can move brand new inventory out the door not only brand new inventory but non-current inventory inventory that might be a not so fresh 2018 at a discount so there's already a problem with this glut of uh, lightly used Harley-Davidson's in particular. And then you add to that what's going to happen right now, which is guys are going to be like, look, i gotta, I, I got to pay for my kids' you know, insulin. Uh, the, Harley means, the Harley means cash. And the Harley does mean cash. And I think that despite people lining up to buy guns and ammunition, I think that in a certain period of time, those guns are going to be worth cash. That ammunition is going to be worth cash. And those motorcycles are going to be worth cash. And people with cash. Harley stock watch price? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. 
Hurt me. Sixteen dollars and twenty-two cents. So that's yeah. Time to buy if you want to own a share. Of if, you wanna wanna wanna, a share. if you want to own a share, what's, what's the fifty-two week high? Twenty-nine. Forty-one forty. Oh, forty-one forty for the. Wow. For the, for the, for the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, 52 weeks. Yeah, 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 I'm so sorry. This is about the third. Right. That's crazy. Oh, wow. It went all the way down. Oh, yeah. It's tanked out. She well, that's like the whole market yeah. anyway, so it's not yeah. like they're And that's the thing is the last time they had a bump was when they bought their own stock back anyway. So, But on the good, on the bright side, yeah. if you buy Harley now, yeah. your dividend is 8.3%. Exactly. So right. you can buy it for a dividend. Right. If you if that's what you want to do and it's sixteen bucks, it's probably going to double in the next year. So yeah. I mean, and I'm in a bad point because where I bought mine was around twenty. It'll go above that again. So, so. you know, twenty's my twenty is my safe point with Harley stock. So the uh, I still can't get the clash out of my head because you said guns and ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it really I mean, as far as we're concerned, when it comes to buying used motorcycles. Anytime there's this kind of a thing happening, it's a great time to buy used motorcycles because the motorcycle is always the first thing to go. One, it's big. It's in the garage. When it comes to maintaining the security of your family, uh, that motorcycle can sometimes be better than gold because you can find somebody with which to liquidate that inventory item pretty fucking quickly. You know, it's only market, you know, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist listing away right. until somebody wants to buy the thing, right? Food and water, guns, Fuck, dude, everything that, else. That Honda 919 came in a week ago. We were talking about how just fresh and cool and awesome it was. It had shown up a week ago. So the word, you know, coronavirus, the COVID-19 was in people's front of their brains. And today the guy came in and paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a bike that sold in the middle of this bizarre environment right. so that shit does still happen so well, the mindset though some people like me yeah i'm just like i don't give a shit what i eat now right <laughs> i hate to say it i hate to say it but i'm yeah. just going to eat what i want to eat because i like who knows what's going to be your last meal well and if you're a man over the age of 50 right yeah okay you know, what are you going to do you step up have fun get it, right you know. so for the podcast listeners who don't know uh, about two weeks ago, a little, little less, about 10 days ago, my mom took a dive off her toilet. And uh, my mom's not the stunt woman she used to be. <laughs> she's, a, a, she's a tough Sicilian, but she's not as tough as she used to be. And uh, so this old Sigiliano, you know, she, she's grinding one out. And as we do sometimes, you know, has a... Lean to the left? Uh, lean to the left and really push hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, whew, lights go dark, and she ends up on the floor... Um, in one of the more illustrious trailer parks of the uh, Madison Township. And uh, the dogs are going bananas. She's yelling for my Aunt Charlotte, who you know lives with her now. And just things fall apart, and she spends about half an hour, 40 minutes on the floor. Oh, that's, that's not a good way to live. The trailer's off the blocks. Yeah, the whole world shifted. She's not a big woman. Yeah, she's normal-sized. And uh, so she used to be a big woman, but she's, she's normal-sized now. But... Anywho, they do eventually paramedic her out, and she goes to the hospital, and it does turn out that, among other things, my mother's bones are like rice paper, okay? Because of years of cortisone and steroids and all the terrible things that we do to human beings rather than fix them. We just put the problem off. We put the problem down the road. Hide the problem. 
And so she's got bad, bad, bad osteoporosis. And of course, she has fibromyalgia because she's a 70-some-year-old lady and all those things. And she's just, you know, if, if you grab her wrist, it breaks, you know. So she cracked her pelvis, and that's never a good thing. And uh, on top of that, she's had both of her rotator cuffs done, and her shoulder is the wrong way now. Her ball and socket are obverse, like the ball's where the socket used to be, and the socket's where the ball used to be. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Her hips have all been replaced before. She's got other people's hips. I think she's on her fourth hip. She could be a centipede at this point. We don't know. Uh, But not the movie centipede. That's gross. But But... she takes a dive, and of course, this means she's going to have to go into an assisted living facility. And if you guys aren't aware of what the fuck is happening in assisted living facilities right now, okay. it is Lord of the goddamn flies. It's weird. So first of all, roaches, I mean, grandparents check in, but they don't check out. Hmm. And that's really what's happening at this moment. So if you can find a, a home that's willing to take them in, and my mom can't get home care at this stage. She needs 24-hour round-the-clock care. And we put her into the five-star palace that Medicare will pay for, or, you know, her, uh, her plan. And she's got the ARP extra plan and all this other stuff that Chris knows way too much about. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so he could, he could sort this out like now. <laughs> but anyway, we put her into this place, and you can't visit her. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. What, all the videos of people like on the outside of windows. Like, yeah, she's on the grandma. second floor. Yeah. I have to go out the 26-foot ladder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom. How you doing? Ah! <laughs> you pull a John Belushi yeah. right off I'm the fucking table. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my hip so I could be in there with you, Mom. <laughs> Took one for the team. This is my roommate, Betty. She's 57 or 67. You're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, Betty, what's up? <laughs> Um, a lot of painkillers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, there's plenty of painkillers in there. Uh, so this is really a tough thing because to go visit your mom, you can't. It's legitimately, you, yeah, can't. you can't. I mean, it, this this is the first hard no that anybody's given you, anybody in, in this vi- in this whole thing. Yep. Is if, you, if your mom's in lockdown, she might as well be in solitary grandma confinement, right? Did you see Mel Brooks did a thing with his son? No. Like, Mel Brooks was inside the thing, and his son is outside, and he's like, I can't even visit my dad. It's his birthday. And, you know, it's fucking Mel Brooks, which is great. And, yeah, he's like, I can't go see him. And then they walk away, and he's like, this is the way to do it. Sorry, you know, whatever. Wow. Well, I mean, this is it. And, you know, that a lot of the problems that happened in Seattle happened in in an assisted living facility, Mm -hmm. and it just went out of control. Yeah. Right. And so what they're doing is to protect everybody inside. Those poor bastards are trapped. Right. They're literally they're erecting barricades around my mom's senior living facility. Wow. And she's you know, she's in a bunk and she, the whole deal. So we had to break her out of jail to go get um, some surgery. So she could in addition to all this shit, her kidneys have shut down, too. So oh. she had to get a fistula. And st- you know, and anytime somebody tells me they're going to get a fistula. Yeah. You're like, what? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Slow down, cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, 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 and apparently it takes a couple of months to get a fistula. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say that's called creep- for those. That's called creeping up on it. Yeah. It is. Because you don't just rush <laughs> into a fistula. You small before you, start, you go to the fucking exactly yeah. before you get a fistula exactly and so, the whole ahead. bed thing did yeah. you ever see the Saturday Night Live skit where they did the thing about old people dying on toilets and how like it's it's so like immoral it makes you feel horrible right so the, they had this company it was a fake company whatever and 
So it's like you install it in your mom or dad's house or whatever. Right. And it, if it senses that they die on the toilet, it shoots them and has a thing and it shoots them across the room onto the bed and then a Bible drops from the ceiling. Ah. So it looks like they died, <laughs> they died reading the Bible. But the best is like, so it's like this whole like beautiful thing about right. like your, your, your grandma or your mom can right. die in peace. Your dad yeah. can look, you know. You Reputation's yeah, intact. Yeah, you don't want them to come in and find them on the floor or whatever. And it's like, I don't know what happened. But my mom was in the bed reading the Bible with no pants on and shit everywhere. <laughs> there was just a, a contrail of shit going all the way into the bedroom. But, but they did it. They showed like these oh, bodies like flying so through the air, lying Holy on Holy shit. It was wow. so good. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah, we busted her out to go in and get a fistula so she could go and get her fistula surgery started. And you know, even that was creepy. So going in to get her which, you know, you're using their, their shuttle, you're using mm. their handicapped transportation system, which is, you know, a big airport shuttle bus, mm. which up until just recently, I've always owned these. <laughs> so this is the first time in my life I don't have a vehicle with a handicapped ramp. His doesn't have a ramp in it. Don't He's worry. got a gurney, though. He's got a gurney. We could take her the out horizontal. Yeah. yeah, we could take her out horizontal like a, swing a pro. Thing goes south. He yeah. calls Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so his, his ambulance has got perfect for horizontal transport. Do you have a gurney? No, I do Oh, I, I saw a couple of those. How did they like not give bucks. you a gurney? I saw a couple of those on Facebook Marketplace. We could end up with a good gurney. Yeah, I'm on a hearse. Like I got hearse, so like so yeah. with our, in the hearse community, there's always that kind of shit. Yeah, you got ancillaries. Yeah, and yeah. you have Ancillary. to have a pimped out, a pimped out gurney too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. If I had one, it would have to have all kinds of Japanese shit on it. <laughs> Wild you dragons and shit. With yeah. electric, so it's, you could steer it. Right, we'd have to yeah. combine <laughs> wheelchair technology yeah. and gurney technology, and we would look like one of those things from like. One of those weirdo 70s movies where the gurney takes off through San Francisco <laughs> and the guy ends up like semi-driving it around. And you know it's just a stunt rig. Or better than that, when you're really hammered somewhere at like an event, yeah. you just lay back in your gurney and drive yourself in and just like park back in here. That's how I saw the Warp Tour in 01. <laughs> uh, and the Warp Tour in 01, I blew my leg up and I had tickets for the Warp Tour. Huh? So I had an airport shuttle bus, as I do. Yeah. So I drove myself in, and then I had a rascal that we got so I could go to the Buffalo Scooter <laughs> Rally. So I jumped on the rascal, opened up the, and we were parked right in the handicap. And I drove my ass right out and had all my punk rock friends with me, all the other, you know the idiot squad, and we all jump, pile out of this airport shuttle bus, parked in the handicap spot, of course. Yeah, and then should. I've got this. So getting in, everyone's like, oh, 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 oh. Well, we can put you. On stage, like you know, on the side of the stage, because we want we will. It's it's the warp tour. We don't want to put you in the fucking pit. Yeah, right. You know, front row equals the pit. If you ever been to a warp tour or that right. kind of an event. Oh yeah. And so I was like, yeah, well, that sounds good. So I was like, well, these people are my handlers. <laughs> and so we all got there, and Renee and Merritt were taking turns standing on the back of my rascal <laughs> because they had like a perfect view. And I love it because my, you know, I've blown my leg up, so my leg was elevated. Yeah, you which got, is you're great. sitting, you're relaxed. I got cup holders and shit. <laughs> if you ever have to go to like punk rock bowling or the Warp Tour or anything, I strongly recommend a rascal scoot, rascal right. scooter. Hurt yourself. Take your time, and it's very punk rock to take advantage of those things. Of course. Yeah. Also, if you're going to Blossom, ride your motorcycle. Oh yeah. Because they're yeah. like, oh, motorcycle parking. It's yeah. right next to the entrance. It's of the literally park. right next to the snack machine. Yeah. Like it's it's right next to the concessions. Yeah. I, I I never felt so old but so yeah. exhilarated. Me and Amy went inside. I think it was, I don't know. I, I, it was like a thing. Like I went to see Green Day or something. It was like one of those yeah. things where you're like, ah, okay, I'll go. Like right. whatever, right? 
And so I'm sorry, Green Day is considered punk rock light for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, just, I, I get it. No, yeah, I, but yeah. I'm trying to color that up for our customers. Yeah, right. Our, our listeners. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it was Barry Manilow. It could have been right. But at the end of the day, I, I'm sitting there and it's well, like maybe it was Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. But it was like it was like the third or fourth encore. Didn't want to. Third or fourth encore, and I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm like, you know. I, I don't need to hear anymore. My wife's like, I'm ready. Right. So we walked 10 feet, got yeah. on my bike, and we left. And we were like three or four miles, like all through all the area oh, yeah. where traffic usually is. Yeah. And I was on eight at a light. And it was 1030. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. we're out of there. You're it's gone. 1030. And I'm like, I've never felt so proud, but also so old at the same time. I, <laughs> so there is a secret weapon. My wife and I, years ago, my wife loves the Foo Fighters on a, mm-hmm. on a Understand. genetic yeah, level. Yeah, my wife loves the Foo Fighters. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to go. So we get really good tickets and the whole deal. And, but I despise. And so our big, our festival for people who are listening is called, it's Blossom Music Center. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the name is more Camaro than Elton John's fanny pack. But I digress. It's where many, many good shows have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow, which... And the first Lollapalooza and the all first that Lollapalooza and, and, and the all orchestra, the bands. all the country. I saw uh, Waylon Jennings there. Yep. yep. And Willie Nelson like, yep. a couple years ago. Yeah, two years I ago. Don't remember yep. it, but I was at it. But you were there, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> That's right. And so were the rest of you. <laughs> <sighs> and George Clinton and the P Funk All Stars. P Funk. Yeah. Fuck yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. So Blossom is the deal, mm-hmm. but the problem with the Blossom is the parking is basically just a 27 acre field. Field. Right, a two hundred acre field. There's people standing there going, "Fuck you!" Right, and that, yeah. that happens, yeah. and too. that is it. So we had parked <clears throat> down in the metro parks, and we had taken two electric mo- bicycles. Perfect. So we had two electric, cutting edge electric bicycles. We loaded them with all of our picnic provisions because this crazy place will still let you bring shit in for some shows. For some shows, right? And we go in with the blankets and the whole deal. We roll in on the electrics, and we are passing all of these idiots, like 20,000 cars. We park at the gate ticket. Mm-hmm. Like you're ch- like where nobody wants to yeah, park. Yeah, we, like, we chain the bikes yeah. up, and we're like, are we allowed to do this? And we're like, okay, we're doing this. We go in. We enjoy the show. Fantastic. The show ends, and you know people leave an hour early oh, of the show insane. just it's to get their cars out. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's even go further than that. You have a place that holds what twenty five thousand some people. Yeah, right on. And there's two roads to get in and out of the entire thing. Of the entire thing. And each of right. those roads, before you can branch off, are at least seven miles long. And the roads are two lanes. Two lanes, eastbound and westbound. Yeah. So like right. when that right. when that lets out, yeah. if you don't do any of this, you're in traffic for at least four. four oh, hours, easily at least four or five hours. Yeah. 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 Four, four or five sure. days actually. <laughs> could be. Yeah. 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 Right. The thing I remember. Most they have to bring people gas. Being stuck in that that yeah. like that yeah. menagerie. Yeah. I had a '53 uh, Chevy. Jesus Christ. And so, you know, those things overheat. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like, you're pushing it? They overheat yeah, no, under they gas. Over, yeah, because yeah. they vapor lock. Right. But anyway, I'm just sitting there yeah. going along, and some guy in a 57 <laughs> pulls in right next to me, and he looks at me, and he says, 53, wish you were 57. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's my, my favorite memory. Wish you were 57. Oh Take his temperature. 
God damn it. Elbow, elbow. Get his, elbow. Get his temperature. It. Like they said, if it's a phlegmy sneeze or if it's a phlegmy cough, you're okay. You're if okay. it's a dry it's cough. A dry. Right. And Geraldo Rivera has said that if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, you don't have COVID. I was, I was. Yeah. Well, actually, John Oliver said that Geraldo should try to hold his breath for a minute and 10 seconds. And he said, uh, <laughs> until we let you know to breathe. Yeah. yeah. And he still hasn't let him know. I, yeah. I, I, I was going to bed the other night and took a big hit in my bowl. Uh, and I started coughing because I take took a big hit. Yeah. My wife's like, "Are you okay? <laughs> Are you dying?" In the other room, yeah. <laughs> from the plastic around his bed, <laughs> in the hermetically sealed. I, what did you bring home to our house? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. if, dude. If you're not coughing, yeah, it's not working. No. Yeah, that's just that's just yeah. the, it's the way it works. Yeah. Anytime I'm around people who smoke a lot of weed, yeah. and I don't smoke a lot of weed, but I collect a lot of weed. Right. So, like, I have a collection, but I'm not a, a super user. Mm-hmm. So, when I get around somebody who's a super user, and they're like, here, enjoy this. And I'm like, oh, volcano, don't mind if I do. And then I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, oh, you got to be cool, dude. You got to be cool. You got to be cool. <laughs> don't do not appear to be a fucking amateur. Okay, great. I'll cough tomorrow. I'll just hold it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. And it really, it, it really, and that's the time when you're like, no, go ahead and are killers, though. I hate yeah. one hitters. So those things like burn your lungs. Like yeah, because you have no chamber effect. You're literally getting at the point of detonation into your right. breathing hole. That's Dude. why I like apples the best. Uh, exactly. Uh, apples, uh, the I'm going to be 50 in a couple of weeks. Like, if there's no water involved, if there's no water, right yeah. we need to have water as yeah. a transmitting yeah. agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that idea at all. No. So in what way, because we are going to have an actual podcast tonight, we're not going to like, hey, we're not going to be like some bullshit like, this is going to be our Corona cast, so it's going to be 36 well, minutes. Here, how about this? The yeah. last thing with Corona. Yeah. What's, so what they're saying is yeah. to distance yourself. Right. Shield your face. Yep. Keep your breath and other things yeah. away from other people. Absolutely. What's the best thing that you can possibly do? Latex Drink porn. <laughs> Besides latex porn. Latex porn. Yeah, exactly. Go out and ride. This is a great time for people to go out and ride. Absolutely. Except for the fact that it rained four inches in the last day. Well, yeah, but okay. Besides that, go ride your dirt bikes. Go ride your quads. Get on your bike. We have had shit weather in Cleveland, so the weather has been unreliable. Today, the sun came out for 11 and a half minutes and then fucked us. Like it was like eleven and a half yeah. minutes of sunshine, and then it rained down in buckets, and basically just screwed what, all what our plans up. What Steve is saying is, go out in the the rain and the cold and get pneumonia on your own terms, yes. not because of yeah, corona. Sure get regular old pneumonia. Sure <laughs> None of this fancy is, new right? Chinese <laughs> pneumonia. But here's the thing: so my wife took my daughter because she had a she had a tiny cough and a small fever, so she took her down to get tested. And they're right. in line for like she thought it was gonna be an hour, and it took like seven hours to you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I got off work, and she's like, "Can you please bring us food? We're still in line." So I was like, okay. So I jumped on. Did the you go to get line. tested at Cedar Point? No, it was Cedar down line with a bunch of people that are sick, packing up their fucking lungs. Yeah. With COVID. No, 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 no. They're in cars. You're in cars. They're oh, not in cars. okay. This gotcha. is a drive-through. Gotcha. Which one did she go to? Down on a Fifty Fifth in Carnegie. There was the thing at the Cleveland or Cleveland Clinic or whatever's down there. UH maybe or whatever. I don't know. It was the one. It was on Fifty Fifth in Carnegie's where the parking lots were, and they had to all go through the line of parking lots, whatever. But I, I rode down on the scooter with my helmet, all my gear, and I got down there, and the cops were stopping everybody. But since I had the helmet, and I looked like thing. He was just like, "Yeah, right, go ahead." So I parked. I took her to food. Got out of there. Everybody's looking at me like, "I want food." I'm like, "Fuck you! It's for my wife." And I gave it to her and <laughs> <laughs> fucking scooted out. Yeah, but it was great. It was like it was the best thing. It's like I was in a helmet. I had my shield on. Didn't worry about anything. I, I rode down to. Uh, 
I rode down to uh, Brick and Barrel today and got a couple growlers. There you go. That works. I got to, well, we got to do the disclaimer that helmets are not like approved for like no, they're filtering. No, not N95. No, we don't have <laughs> N95 filters in our fucking helmets. No, yeah. but the thing is they're saying that you have to get the the water droplets or something like that. I mean, I mean if it's a full face helmet, it's yeah, gonna, I'll go get my I'll go get my face. I'll show you what I wear. Go get your, yeah, go get your your rig. Go get the rig you normally operate with. All right, yeah, I'm going to let you guys ice your own glasses, and then I'll come at it with this. Yeah, just pour it up there. Yep. It's a very careful measured, measured pool. So, again, and, and so you're you're not on mic, but so this is, what is this rum? So this I'm rum. enough. Okay, here I mean, comes just, your mic. Just in the general world, I'm on There mic, you go, now you're on it. Yeah, so this is, uh, so what you guys are looking for, it's at the bottom shelf. This is the one of the only times in the liquor store where going to the bottom shelf is not going to fuck you over. It's just the way that Cruzan does uh, marketing or whether our, our Ohio Department of Liquor Control does it. It tends to be that this product is usually, you can kick it with your foot. Hmm. So if you go into the rums aisle, the sexy rums aisle, and you're in the sexy rums aisle, look for this blackstrap rum. And now this particular one, this is the, uh, the Cruzan Estate Diamond uh, blackstrap rum. And blackstrap is going to give you, um, a, you said it's a note of maple syrup yeah a little bit but it's a it's actually molasses well Mo- okay yeah, 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 so yeah it's molasses yeah. that's what you're getting okay and, uh, the molasses is what kind of gives it a little bit of a burnt note to it and uh you know let's see we're, we're all we're all adults i'm gonna go ahead and we'll, we'll make we'll cowboy this one up a little bit S- steve is ready <laughs> got those pink filters the fashionable hepa pink oh it doesn't really fit around your glasses though no, no. i gotta wear my other glasses but and are you facial hair appropriate for that Right, right. Yeah. They were very, they were very shitty about us. Take me to your leader with the facial hair. Yeah, I'm gonna finish the uncool. podcast like this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear shit. Um, barely has a voice diaphragm in that thing. Uh, I so want to wear that to Whole Foods though, and just walk around and fuck with people. Well, sure, why not? Mm, so fun. This is it is decontaminated though. But I will move it someplace else. So, so Steve, how long rest. do those filter things last? Uh, I don't know. There are a heap of filters. There so have, I yeah. guess when it, when it starts feeling harder to breathe. When it's hard to breathe. Okay. So yeah. So you can rock it. Then you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck. When you turn blue. You ready? When you start turning you, uh, blue. Reaction yourself. No, I'm good. You're not gonna worry. All right. Nah, nah, it's good. All right. For, for the listeners at home, Phil is being the cocktail king right now. I'm just pouring, baby. I'm cocktail just waitress. Yeah. All I did, all, all I did was put two ingredients together and fucking shake and pour. There's really no skill to this at all. The, if you want to go see a proper bartender, go to Porco <laughs> Lounge and Tiki. Steve, you screwed me on that ice cube. Uh, we need <laughs> clean up in aisle seven. Oh. It was never in aisle seven. All right. Thank you. There you go. Oh. I'm gonna have to mix up another one. These are strong. These are these are very good for us. Thank you. We have plenty of the mix. It sucks wearing that rig all day long. I'm sure it does. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. Under so, under what circumstances do you normally have to wear that? Like just. It just depends on the location in the um, your location <laughs> in the plant. You know what? I know I know where you work, Steve, and I'll tell you that anywhere in your place of business where you'd have to wear that, there wouldn't need to be a sign to tell you to wear it. Oh. Thank you, sir. Because where he works is just a parade of bad smells. Like, there is not a single place where, Steve, where I feel like I could be in Steve's shop. 
does, work does, and be like, okay, this is this is fine. Does that help with the smell though, or does it just sort of? Well, well, also, though, how long? <laughs> well, it, that is an organic filtering too, so it takes yeah. all the organics out. Gotcha. So let me ask you this: so, like, if you go to a horse farm or something like that, right? When you first show up, you're like, "Holy fuck!" But like after an hour, it doesn't smell like anything to me. Yeah, it just it yeah. disappears and becomes part of your. Thing. I delivered a bike to one of our customers, and I didn't realize it, but he lives directly behind the Lakeshore Water Treatment Plant in North Euclid. Like right on the lake? Yeah. Like over 200th Street? Yeah, that's where I used to work. Right. I was so, had a maintenance there. So his house is the first house to the left of that. And some damn fool built like a proper, modern, decent, nice house oh, on good. a street that like the second they built the wastewater treatment plant there, the street lost 100% of its value. Wow. And the smell crawled into my brain. <laughs> like I couldn't possibly live there. Does this smell weird to you? <laughs> well, I had a just, I had, just the lack of poop. Yeah, just, just no. But somebody said I, I read somewhere it's it's not what you smell it's what you don't smell that actually it, it, there's some weird thing about it. That's why you get used so to the smell. poo displaces. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a change. It's a change. It's a change. Oh, when you okay. get to so something. So, so this is a, a funny story. Yeah, I used to work briefly at a composting facility. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they would have, t- they had a scrubbing system, you know, so that the neighbors wouldn't smell the, the, the compost, compost because right? you couldn't be in the reactor because the ammonia was so high you would die. You'd, sure. You would literally die in there without wearing a respirator. So you had to wear a respirator in there to filter out the ammonia or you would die. Hmm. So they had the scrubbing system with chlorine and everything, and then they would take samples of the the air coming out of the scrubber system and they would have various people in the plant smell like different like different um, dilutions of the air coming out of the, the plant. So I could smell down to one billionth what? of wow. a part. And so they disqualified me because my smell was so good that I, my sense of smell is so good. Dude, your shit sniff is amazing. You're in the wrong business. <laughs> you should be a sommelier or something where you're smelling like the intricate parts of wine or, or something, and meanwhile you're stuck smelling poo. <laughs> no, I mean, I could smell, I mean, seriously, I could smell from across the room somebody who was drinking. Really? Huh. I mean, if it just, I could, if, like, if somebody's standing, seriously, if somebody was standing over by that wall. Yeah. I could smell, and like it just takes like you know it, when enough wafts over to me, or if you, or if they walk, you know whatever, I could smell that they were drinking. I could smell. Oh, alcohol. so you have to love old ladies with their like floral oh, and, perfume and, or something. And certain perfumes, like the musk stuff, oh, yeah. you know, it used to be big. It's not so big anymore. Like they used to wear it, like in the eighties, like Dracar and all that. Stuff. I don't know what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it triggers. Uh, I have reactive airway, yeah. and I would have asthma up to. It would suddenly I wouldn't be able to breathe. It was like it locked my entire lungs up, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> You're like he's wearing high karate. Remember that shit from the fuck? Well, I like. A, it's a good thing that's out of fashion. <laughs> but the commercials. I mean, now and then though, you go into a bar and some like some bimbo like that yeah. takes a like what, what do they call that like a horror horror bath or something? Yeah. You know, like they take a horror bath and just spritz some stuff on to try to cover up their. Gymnastics, or <laughs> you mean a French shower? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve. So anyway, they walk into the, like they walk in behind me. Yeah. Well, they'll be they'll come up next to me to get a beer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I can't breathe. Like my lungs stop working. 
because I can't breathe because of that like musky perfume yeah. they wear. And my wife's like, you gotta move. Like she knows the exact smell and she'll be like, you gotta move now. <laughs> Cause you're going to go to the hospital. Speak, mm-hmm. Speaking of smells, yeah. Dan on, uh, on on YouTube, yeah, or not YouTube, on Facebook, yeah. our own lovely Dan Kromke posted links to something I haven't thought of in years, and the high karate uh, commercials. Yes. From back oh, the high the karate day. commercials are fantastic. Fucking amazing, yeah. man. It's a whole Route series 44. of amazing. Dude, they had the high karate ones <laughs> yeah. are like, high karate for you would probably have no idea what fucking high karate is. It was right. like this really Correct. popular thing in the late 70s where I, even though when I was eight, That's I remember true. everybody wearing yeah. it. It was an aftershave, right? It uh-huh. had some specific smell. But their commercials, the dude was like, use high karate at your own warning. <laughs> Women are, un- and like, so they have this girl with these boobs everywhere yeah. and this guy, this like, like half balding dude that looks like fucking Danny DeVito sprays it on him and this girl's like a fucking tiger trying to eat prey through a store, knocking <laughs> shit over and yeah. chasing him and stuff. Can't get to him quick enough. Yeah. So it's like an axe commercial from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, high karate would be axe body spray right. now. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, an axe to me is the same thing, same bad yeah. Karma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I can say, I'm looking at our, I'm looking at the results of our Patreon, um, Renee's request for men to let her know their sizes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a small group. That <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of double and triple extra large listeners. Oh, uh, uh, just because they're tall. I mean, clearly, yeah, you and know muscular, what? girthy. A lot of girthy. Join the club. Join the fucking club. Amen, brother. The uh, So maybe this COVID virus downtime would be a decent time to maybe do a little rowing in your basement. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> right? Maybe some push-ups. It wouldn't be the worst idea. Invent some new taillights or blinkers or something. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Take this opportunity. Uh-oh. I know a lot of people are cleaning their house and stuff. Wiggle your mic. Wiggle my mic. Okay. There it is. Wiggle it. Just a little bit. The, uh, I know a lot of people are taking this time to clean their houses and stuff. Yep. But yeah, I, I have kind of been that. I've been that guy for this past couple of weeks where I was just like, all right, well. So if shit really does hit the fan, and I really do need to figure out some sort of an exit strategy, um, what's going to be the name of the game? And, you know, is it going to be the Toyota Tundra with two motorcycles in the back of it? You know, something like a KLR650 because it's easy to get parts for. Um, and then, you know, Something like a zero because you know it is the post apocalyptic world and you do want to have some street cred. The, the <laughs> or or what, but like I think the high ace with a zero with four solar panels on the roof. Yeah, the, the fact ice. that you've got the high ace, the high ace is truly Mr. Unstoppable. Yeah, that thing rules because you can steal diesel from anything dollars right now. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything on the planet, or twenty thousand rolls of Charmin. Yes. Think exactly. of all the. Think of all the. Can you use bio? Di- you can use like mm-hmm. biodiesel in it, right? You better Absolutely. have like ten filters. Yeah, you can run, t- run ten, ten filters, but, filters. But if he had to, he could. Yeah. It's easier though from for him to just steal it from everything. Right. So yeah, like every you know, machine laying on the side, everything of the road, in the world right. is his gas station. Oil. You run, right. go to Costco yeah. and buy gallons of vegetable oil. You It'll know. still work. Well, you just walk in because there would be no buying Costco. You just you're fucking killing right. people and running around. It's uh, it is a very <laughs> it is a very funny thing that you know 
when people think about like, oh, well, you know, if things really go to shit, I'll just be able to get gasoline wherever I want. Mm-hmm. No, everybody will be looking for gasoline. Right. It's the true fetishist that will be looking for diesel. That's why every zombie show has a thousand cars immobilized right. and one yeah. car moving. Right. It's because exactly. they've already siphoned all the gas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Bill Murray approach from fucking zombie land and just yeah. like do makeup. Pretend to be a zombie. Pretend to be join a zombie. Join the ranks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, join the ranks, become a zombie. Right. Become one of them. Right. I feel like they would be able to tell. A Covidian? I don't know. Would don't a Covidian know. be able to tell? Just have what does a Covidian zombie look like? I, I, I don't have know. I have lens right, exactly. I have lens heaters for my, my cameras. Their lungs are that shit. I can put around my neck to cause this to have a hundred and four temperature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just fucking okay, roll okay. like that, yeah. dude. Right. <laughs> just roll right with them. Be like, I got a fever too. Yeah. Hey. So I think we should just all go to the wastewater plant. Oh, nobody's sure. going right. there. Nobody's going I'm there. I'm saying it's right. fenced in. Right. The smell will keep anybody away. You have, you have, uh, you know, two foot thick concrete walls. Right. You have posi- yeah. you have sniper positions. Nobody wants to break into steal the poo. It's the last place anybody would think to go. Two thousand gallons of diesel. Absolutely. You have trucks. You dude, have you're hot. giving away all your secrets right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, who's going to go there? And I still wouldn't fucking go. No, that's true. honestly, I still wouldn't go. You know why? <laughs> Because I got to breathe. That's <laughs> no, there won't I be any shit breathe. coming in because everybody's dead. That's true. I, that is true. Yeah, there won't be any shit coming in. Now I got to say, eight years ago when we had this exact same conversation during a podcast, yes, Steve was going to go out in the middle of Lake Erie on his sailboat. I don't have and, it anymore. And, and live. He was. He was going to. It wasn't a bad jig, idea because we haven't found fish. the swimming vo- the swimming zombies yet. And, but yeah. this, and he was, was going to purify his own water. Right. Live on fish. Right. And uh, fuck mermaids or something like that. <laughs> well, Canadians, just what you can do. You can stack <laughs> you, if you if you shut down the. Got to be politically flow. correct. So just shut it down. Who cares? Because right. no one's going to be shitting. Right. Stack the tanks with yeah. perch. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't want to fish this perch, t- this perch tastes a little nutty. Hey, after four days of starving, you need, you need a fucking a shit perch. asshole off a skunk. Shit so, perch. Uh, but there's, a, there, there's a little hiccup in there where you say, stock it with perch. Right. Yeah, yeah stock Hello? it with perch. Ed's, Ed's stocking company. No, you can Come just go to the lake and just start throwing fish yeah. in there. Right? You, just, you just need two male ones and one really hot female fish, and you're fucking. You're set. You make all the fish you need. You'd start out it was with the tilapia. Noah's Ark principle. He started with two perch. I already and Eight had. years later. Eight years later. Just make sure she's super hot, dude. That's all you got to do. Have a, we already have an aquaponic system with tilapia. There you go. Oh, yeah? At the facility? At your joint? My God. What do they do? Never eat tilapia doing ever again. It's mine. Oh, oh it's his. <laughs> I thought they were part of the process. No, like they, but they I take mean, the they, water. He's he's straight so up turning. In nine months, you can get, in nine months, yeah. you get uh, uh, tilapia, one pound filet tilapia. So wow. if you threw it in a tank, like a 70,000 yeah. gallon right. tank, you could have 50,000. 50,000 pounds of fish. Oh, my God. That's well, fantastic. I mean, I mean it's not the fantastic. best fish to eat, and it tastes like shit, but, <laughs> but it's protein. It tastes like shit. Well, your, yours do. Yeah. <laughs> They're not supposed to, but it turns out. It's a good source of protein. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, hey, so since, girls since um, not to get back on the virus, but how's our yeah. boy out in Portland doing? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. All right. So you know, uh, not many people know that last week's podcast ended with a, a bit of a migration. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we sally forth and off we fucked. Yes, we did. And we, we, we ventured out and we did the dumbest thing we could do. 
going right. into a lockdown, right. which is like, fuck it, to the Winchester, right? <laughs> We're going to go to the Winchester until it all blows over. And we did, and we went to Porco. Yep. And we went to Porco because rules yeah. don't right. mean anything mm. to people who are on a quest for Cocktails. Yeah. So that was the day before the lockdown. It was a day before, yeah. but it was got it was hinted that it was happening. But it we also had a timing. gallon of painkiller. I think it was away. perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm pretty sure that's how I got my COVID nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Because, <laughs> but I also think I got chlamydia in there too. Because the crowd was a little weird that night. Yeah, it was interesting, yeah. especially those dudes from Canada. Oh, uh, the Canadians. The Canadians. You guys, I, you have any MDMA? These guys yeah. wanted drugs so bad. They wanted the party, and like, man. Wait, and they looked at Hoffert and they said. Here's our mark. This yeah. guy clearly has got Molly. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. when I think I need Molly, I think Hoffer. And they, then, they, and then they, no, no, they they look for a guy who's wearing a hat like that. They look for a guy who's wearing yeah. snowflakes. And, on and, and, then, and then Mecklefresh fucks off. I'm like, where did John go? And I find him. And he's in a party of all 21-year-olds that just turned 21. Yep. Yeah. And they're fucking raging. And he's like part of the gang. He's like, I like oh, to call that the black chick table. Yeah. Like he was at a, a table with three black chicks. One of them had just turned twenty-one. Yep. The other ones unknown. But but here's the thing. But John knew them all by name. All by name, and right. they loved him. And they loved and him. And all yeah. I did was walk up to the right. table, and I was like, "What's up?" And they're like, "We don't like you." No, we don't like <laughs> you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're talking to your. Yeah. This. We're, we're talking to this guy, <laughs> the clean-shaven guy over here. Yeah. Right? It was works not. for the city. <laughs> yeah. He said that, and they were like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, all you, you work, work for, for the, the city. city? Oh, oh, you got you a job, right? Yeah. Oh, you work for the city. All right. So, and that being said, yeah, Porco. The one thing that I don't like about Porco, and the, which is this bites is a, your tongue, young. No, man. there's only one thing. Yeah, and that that their stools have a really fucked up bottom rung, and if you're not careful, your foot gets stuck and you fall. You off the crashed goddamn, so fucking hard, and I wasn't. And drunk you were not even that. drunk. No, we were only there no, for about no, a half an no, hour. No, that you broke your hip. No, I basically redid. <laughs> it's fucking not good, I've man. I've seen. Yeah, I've you seen, went down like a load of shit. You did. did. I Holy swear cow. to God, I thought you were a rabbit in a snare, and man. The only thing I was like, I was like, yeah. oh god, everybody's gonna think I'm hammered, and I was just fucking whatever. But it was, it was stuck. I was stuck to the fucking thing, and it's hey, we're believing you. Yeah. Well, no, we're gonna roll with that. We're gonna run with that. I think <laughs> that's safe. And it wasn't uh, even Lido Lounge, and you were stuck. <laughs> no, no, ex- exactly. Now, all right, oh. that's the test to see if this shit's real. If Lido Lounge, Pinkies, and fucking all those other places close right. during this, this I, shit is they are. Legit, I mean, well, dude. no, I drove by. I drove by today. I was on Brook Park going yeah. to my warehouse, and there was one car in front. And I'm pretty sure it was just housekeeping. Wow. Yeah, because there it says no clubs. But they never follow rules. I mean, they, I think that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Did you see the guy on the news that it was like Malarkey's or something like that, okay. and he refused to close? Oh, he was really? like, I have to make a living. In Strongsville? No, it was in a Menor, up by oh, where really? I work. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was a Irish. It was like the outside of the bar is painted orange, white, and green in the whole thing. I know the bar. Yeah. Um, that's actually Lucky the Shamrock. Shamrock. And it's on Route 20, and it's a punch palace. We used to like we used to call it like going to the rock. We used to break up fights in there all the goddamn time. Yeah, that's all time. it is. Shamrock. A, yeah, right. My mo- our shop in Mentor was 25 feet to the right of that, just past the tarot card reader. <laughs> We were in the next building. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's where, that's where, that was where Emmy got her training. Okay. Was well, at the that, Rock. That, like yeah, next right. to the Rock. Yeah. Well, he yeah. refused to close. And, uh, uh, he would. 
Who's yeah. who's the not Carl Monday, but the other guy with the, the curly sticker hair. border? I have no idea. Right. Yeah. He's been around. His wife is Peggy Gallig. Peggy Gallig, and his name's something Gallig. Who cares? Whatever. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. yeah. No. Gaffigan. He, he, he rolled into this guy's bar like three yeah. times. He's like, I'm just trying to make a fucking living, and he's like, oh, whatever. And at the end, he's like, Do you want to get punched in the face? And he's like, And that's where we ended this interview. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was it was good. So yeah. So uh, Rand. Yes, Rand. Rand. Oh, wait, and that was. <laughs> Again, so here we are enjoying our yeah last, last podcast. Right. So our one last week ago, last podcast right. one week ago today, um, we we're enjoying Porco podcast uh, cocktails. Post podcast Porco painkillers. Painkillers. Yes. Good post, job. Post podcast Porco Porco painkillers. Pain yes. Well done, Thank sleepy. You. Post podcast pre Porco painkillers. Well, yes, that was that happened too. Pre, yeah, we did. We so did. They both. We had both. Right. Yeah, we were double. We had pre podcast Porco painkillers. Pre Porco painkillers. and post. Fuck. <laughs> Avoid alliteration. So Rand Rand managed to call us back, but he called us back too late. We were no longer on mic. Right. So we were no longer on mic, and so he called back too late. And basically, what I did was I started just grabbing the phone and handing it because you gave the, it to Stefan. The bat point, phone. Right? The bat <laughs> yeah, phone. Stefan even. <laughs> so the bat phone is a you know a Google Voice account, and right. I got it going into my phone. And I gave it to uh, I gave it to I give it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a chance to talk to Rand, yep. right? And I, I know Cam had a long conversation with Cam. Him. I know yeah. right, Cam, right? It says Rand here did did my taxes tonight and could not have a drink. Could not not have a drink. The last show was an incredible show that makes me feel not so bad about the stupid shit I say all the time. <laughs> in contrast, in comparison. So get this, my drive to work is about 30 minutes, so I get your podcast on anywhere between Monday through Wednesday, and I listen to it 30 minutes at a time, which is the recommended dosage. We've we've done testing. It is the recommended (laughs) dosage. The doctor recommended. It'll cause a brain bleed. Over 45 minutes, the rats went homosexual and killed each other. (laughs) It was weird. They fucking battled with Alex Jones' gay frogs. They did. fucking crazy. That was exactly all it was. They got a fistula (laughs) in 30 seconds. But it was a rat fistula, so it was really cute. (laughs) Little pink knuckles. It was great. Um, So anyway, do you know how weird it is driving to and from work and hearing my continental brothers saying, Call Rand. Call Rand, call Rand. I love it, but it's thinking hard for the right words. Crushes my fraternal heart while my simultaneously lifts my spirits. That's a pretty good definition of it, right? Yeah. 30 in 30 minute chunks. So last Friday, you guys called. I just arrived home after trying to hit a few different grocery stores and finding TP, rice and beans. Good luck. Uh, you didn't need the TP with the rice and the beans. <laughs> Way to test the system. Yeah, you're supposed to bind yourself up. Eat cheese, Cheese. man. Eat cheese. Right. That's the way to do it. Um, Didn't find any of those, so I settled on a large bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Rand? Yes, sir. An excellent source of protein. An excellent source of protein. Couldn't find teepee. Couldn't find rice and beans. Large bottle of wine. He could have said box. Now, in in his defense, I was in Target last night mm-hmm. getting some, uh, you know, pants for the mom, you know, and she needs, you know, clothing oh, yeah. and whatnot, right. being in the home. And uh, I was shocked at Target that they had like a hundred bottles of the weirdest wine I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but it was five dollars iron bottle. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Go figure. For five bucks, how do you lose? Yeah, right. You right. can't exactly can't miss. You know what so else anyway. is funny? All these people were fighting over toilet paper, like yeah. at, like like Walmart. They're killing each other. Mm-hmm. I walked into Home Depot and there was like thirty seven thousand skids of it. Skids. Yeah, skids of it. Nobody thinks that Home Depot farm and fleet. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, Tractor Places Supply like Company. Yep. Go there. Do you know why? Country knows how to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Big country knows how to shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know what? Those rolls are just a little wider. Yeah, yeah. Because America. America. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but they're 300 grit. They're 300 grit. <laughs> Rough and tough, and don't take shit off of yeah, nobody. You know what, though? I don't have to have anything bleached or shaved because of that, so I'm <laughs> exactly. doing all right. Now, wait a minute. If they don't take shit off of nobody, doesn't that defeat you're the purpose? Okay, okay. You're a child. You're a but child. Might be a double so negative. we'll say it again. It's a John Wayne joke. John Wayne was an actor whose name was Marion, and he was a famous country actor. Did a lot of westerns, and he used to say, I'm rough and I'm tough, and I don't take shit off of nobody. Gotcha. And that was the deal. It was John Wayne toilet paper. It was mm. rough and tough and didn't take shit off of nobody. Anyway. In. So, last Friday, um, large bottle of wine. I was sitting next to my sweet Terry eating dinner and you guys called. I'd been home for 30 minutes and I just couldn't do it. Oh, I just As I like to say, well played. <laughs> yeah, well played. Well played. You know what? Discretion, your marriage. Discretion is the better part of value. <laughs> do you know the one person's going to make a lot of money in this fucking shutdown? Divorce lawyers. Right, yeah. Divorce lawyers are going to make a lot of fucking money. But I called in. I don't remember a whole lot except that I talked to Grumpy and Cam. <laughs> grumpy. I told him you, I was not grumpy, so we're gonna, you become grumpy. 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 No fucking kidding. You have become grumpy. To the 10,000 people who listen so to our grumpy? show, you have become grumpy. I don't know. You're actually a pleasant dude, to be honest. With you. Usually, he's really, really, yeah, pleasant. really, really pleasant guy. Right, exactly. Okay, I wish I could remember what we talked about. Me too. Renee asked me if I would like a coffee mug or a pint glass today. Man, I'm totally going to go all office space on my office with the Cleveland Moto mug. Nice. So he's getting a Cleveland Moto mug. I'm Lumberg, but way more productive. <laughs> I don't watch the show, so I don't get the reference, but I'll, 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 I'm sure during the COVID, I'll have a chance to catch yeah, up yeah. on British and American offices. Yep. That's my goal. Can't wait. Uh, that mug is going to be Cleveland Moto. Can't wait. Thanks for the swag. Still got that 919? Oh, Ooh, no. too no. soon. Um, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> is it hot that I'm torn between a TW200 and a sweet 919? No. TW200s are fucking great. No, I think that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. and in fact, I think the answer of that is both. Both. I think yeah. those are the two best motorcycles. Well, again. And there are two sides of the whole spectrum. Yep. The TW200 can do everything slow and dirty and gross and yeah. sandy and snowy and everything else and travel. And the 919 makes you fear life a little bit. Yeah. And it'll do the wheelies, mm -hmm. and it'll do the stoppy stoppies, and it'll do all the fun shit. And yeah. it sounds good. It does sound good. I mean, and, let's and you know what? This, I used to own one. Let's let's put it this way. <laughs> from what we've heard from Rand and how yeah. he feels with this whole relationship and stuff going, yeah, yeah. he might need the 919 more. Wait, did we ever... What does Rand ride? Oh, uh... uh BMW. Oh, yeah, BMW. Uh, okay, F650 gotcha. or okay, something, okay. something. Yeah, right. I thought it was an older GS something. Uh, there's a picture of it in here. If I scroll back far enough, it's red. Uh, it might be a GS. I don't know. Looks yeah, uh, I thought it was an older GS because it was his dream bike and he bought it. I think it you're right. And, yeah, you're yeah. right. Right. This is a big block. Oh, yeah. That's a freaking oil head, dude. Yeah, it's a big It's a big red GS. Yeah, okay. right on. That's is what we're 1100 or 1150? Yeah. Yeah, in that range. And then there's, uh, it looks like there's a Rebel in the garage next to it for, for the missus. That was his wife's. Yeah, yeah right. for the missus. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And he's got giant boxes on the back of the BMW. Big, 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 as, outrageously as big boxes. As you do? Big fucking boxes. Big 
BFBs. Fucking boxes. Yeah, big, big boxes. Well, they come in handy. When me and Chris went, I didn't right. even take my two side boxes, and I was able to get 36 beers. If I'd have brought the other ones, I could have brought fucking 72 beers. No, it's an impossible 36. amount of beer. Yeah. Okay, then we go. Okay. He says, <laughs> that high ace is tickling the hairs on my nuts as well. Hell yeah. Well, uh, he, man, all you guys were born on the wrong side of the union. Well, well, he was born on the wrong yeah, side. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, technically, we're all on the same side of the union, but yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. On the Mississippi. Yeah, right. I can't stop thinking about flying out to Cleveland and buying that 919. We're going into a recession. There's some sort of bug going around, and I should probably be saving my cash, but it keeps going back and forth in my mind. I just had an epiphany, much less fun. But does the Hornet fit in the back of the high ace? Yes, but you'll have to murder Steve to get the high ace because Steve is not giving up the high ace. And what? there's no 919. Well, and there's no. <laughs> and the 919 has been sold. So the best we can do is a lightly fuckered CT 110 yeah. that you can buy from Oscar <laughs> and maybe stuff it in the back of the, not, don't call it a Previa, it's an Estima. 25 grand, and Steve will find a 919, give, give you the van and a mustache with titties. Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, mind blown stop disregard me being stupid getting a little chubby just thinking about it though I take it all back our relationship is based on bullshit and booze yes it is Rand well played sir yeah we don't want to know about your chubby dude hey I was absolutely (laughs) mesmerized hey I was absolutely mesmerized by some quotes from Winston Churchill today this should be good yes sir because at 0100 in the morning quotes from Winston Churchill (laughs) he's going deep that's a deep dive I read some of his thoughts (laughs) oh on paper or telepathetically? <laughs> All right. Telepathetically. <laughs> See, he, he's, uh, he's thinking about Winston Churchill, and I'm thinking of Kid Cuddy. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, the shit. He just said Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy, for real. <laughs> Again, Cleveland Moto. <laughs> if you don't know what that Steve is, is Google strong. it, kids. Yeah, right. You'll really thank us. <laughs> If you're looking for quotes, Kid Cuddy's right at the top of the <laughs> game. Good. Right. Winston Churchill, Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. really hard. Right, exactly. <laughs> the shit that he said in passing is enough to make me feel like I'm not worthy of a fucking lean-to in the local landfill. Seriously, enter Winston Churchill quotes into the Google machine. After a couple of minutes, you will feel like your life is meaningless. That guy was tough, like tougher than your dad. Whoa, sorry. Delete all the Winston stuff above. That's just me in my mind swirling things around. <laughs> Phil, I want to leave a mushroom on the tank of the Hornet. <laughs> oh, no. We have the greatest motorcycle podcast ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, the pictures of that Hornet. How did you take those? The sparkly red of the tank is so deep and lustrous. I present visual aids. Oh, yeah. He included oh, yeah. a picture of smoochy oh, lips. Man. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh-uh. There's Those been loads dropped on DSL nine, dude. Johnny, man, I enjoyed watching the races with you, too. I was in a really bad position of having to drive home and trying to have a good time. I'm a fucking shit show, and I don't have to worry about shit. But when I do, I take it seriously. What day is it? Fuck. <laughs> I think I have to go to work in the morning. Terry just left me and told me she's had enough. Do you know what that means? Disney Channel. <laughs> 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 yes, left to my own devices on a work night, and I will absolutely regret it in the morning. Star Wars time for Gen X. Pause for a second while I put on some fucking classic hold lore. On, hold on. Let's step it. So his wife left him, and he's into Disney Channel? In passing. Oh, in, okay. I thought, like, officially, like... I'm I out. don't know. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. Hey, do you see all the blue? Do you see all the blue on there? Yeah. No, there's no blue on there, because I didn't respond to any right, of those. Right. Do you know why? You were sleeping. Hotline. 
<laughs> this <laughs> shit, all, I find out about this the next day. Right. Right. If you think this is a real-time conversation, no. No. He's having a conversation with what he thinks is Phil. Well... I mean, and no. apparently I'm or, just that active in real life. Right. I think I think yeah, he Phil. I think he knows he's having a conversation with what will be Phil. <laughs> True. Phil of the future. Right. In the year wow, 2000. Oh, that's a pretty cool concept, man. <laughs> having a con- having a conversation with somebody that you It's like you can leave a message for somebody they'll read in the future and interact. Yeah. And interact with later on. Yeah. And now he's sitting at home in a few days listening to us interact. If only there was a machine wow. that could do that. Beep. Okay. Um, it's kind of like letters, though, if you think about it. This is like it back is, in the, the like, World War II. It's like II some era. sort of mail. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you legitimately. Fucking children. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Legitimately, Sorry. though. I'm saying. <laughs> legitimately. Like, people like had to water. It's like mail <laughs> See, that people could are... send to each other. But if there was a way we could do it without licking the piece of paper, it'd be better. <laughs> if there was only an E in front of it. Right. I oh get my it. Oh, my God. But I'm saying, but this is completely I've different never felt than so that. We're writing old. on the papyrus. <laughs> Jesus no, but seriously, because it's, it's days later. This is like how you moving would, along. You want smoke, dude? I'm gonna spit against my hand on a cave people. wall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like this is like a letter. This is like mail. All right, here we go. Oh man. Here we go. Oh, man gets go? on a bus. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Uh, hey, Phil, I'm saving a pittance of money. Not worth a second glance as of yet. West Coast Moto. What? Fuck you. Leave me alone. Put that hornet in the back of the high ace and shut the fuck up. Tell me what. Tell me that equals. Mm. Phil, totally amped up right now. Fucking ignore me right now. That said, my fucking balls. Hmm, when I think of both the hornet and the high ace. Phil, I'm a... Wait. Phil, you know I'm, I'm big and strong with a soft and cheery center. You're a pro, and I, you've experienced how soft and gentle I can be. What's the 919's manner? Is it upright but forgiving? I know that nut to butt, it will take Mr. Mac. I know that nut to butt, it will take Mr. Mac. It, it did. Yeah, yeah. But could I endure it for a long trip? You'd have to consult the new owner. Um, seriously, Johnny Mac and... Could not sit in a stadium without a sacrificial seat between us. Can confirm. Uh, and I'm only using him as a stout rain gauge. I don't see him stop to my back across the continent. If John wants to Indian wrestle me for a seat on my 919 across the continent, well, that's his business. Win or lose, I'll cook him a fat steak, give him a place to sleep, and fly him home. Because he'll lose. But I'm a loving host. Dang, I should stop talking like that. Sweet oral paint job hornet is mine. Especially since John already mounted her. That high ace, though, it's a diesel. You know, <laughs> it's a diesel. Sorry, Phil, I'm abusing your phone number. Just fucking delete me and my thoughts. I'm just rambling. Seriously, I had a very dramatic evening. I did my taxes tonight. I almost filed my taxes with a $5,500 error, not in my favor. I was Popeye versus Bluto with a case of spinach angry for like two hours angry. So you know what I mean? The software didn't catch it, but I caught it using my goddamn math skills. You know what I'm saying? My stupid math skills caught it, not the fucking $90 tax program. I went from owing $3,000 to the Fed to getting $2,600 from the Fed. Nice. That's motorcycle money. That's motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) Such a fucking high and low. Sorry, getting worked up. You just go ahead and put the hornet in the back of that high ace and tell me what the damages are. Steve H., I'm sorry. 
You sounded angry when I heard you for a long time, but now I know you're not grumpy. You just don't accept the status quo. You're way smarter. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> you're way smarter than the average bear. You challenge all things and all vectors, and I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> On a regular basis, I deal with arguments from people who do not understand the law or the process of law. That said, Steve, you and I talked for a while on Friday night while you were at the bar. I was drinking, too, and I can't remember what we talked about. <laughs> I want to correct what I said above. I am comfortable with challenging things. That said, I want to proclaim the following. Steve is the baby Yoda sewer guy. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. <laughs> I talked with him while he was at Porco's, and he was the nicest guy. I know it doesn't roll off the tongue as well, but baby he's such Yoda. a nice guy. Out. I am no Out. longer the grumpy sewer you guy. You are baby Yoda sewer guy. BYSG. Baby Yoda sewer guy. Look, again, Rand. Vindicated. Fucking <laughs> awesome. And again, also, sorry about the fact that we did both sell the 919 and also the high ace to Baby Yoda sewer guy. Uh, Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Is there a video for that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh so you need to just lay that into the oh, video yeah. feed. Yeah, we can yeah, definitely I do think that. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> just drop that right in there. You got yeah. it. Fair enough. The uh yeah, so that's that's real. That happened. That was Rand. <laughs> yeah. You've been randed. <laughs> He's feeling pretty randy. He was feeling fucking randy. Yeah, dude. I, I think we talked to him the oh, whole time. We were, we did. Somebody I, was talking to him I'm the whole time we were there. I'm going to say that for the, almost of the entirety of our trip to Porco, mm -hmm. I, w I gave up my phone. And we just kept passing the phone to other people. And Steven spent quite a bit of time, yeah. was the owner, right. with him. Yeah. <clears throat> Steph. Yeah, Steph that had was, to be Steph yeah. and what, yeah. Yeah, Steph. Steph and, and for people who have never met Steph... Steph is a fucking renaissance man of like, I'm going to open my own bar, but you don't really know how to bartend. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. I will find motherfuckers who do. Mm -hmm. And then he hired all the best people who do. And then he sent them to all the best places to do it against other people, like competitively. Yeah. And then it just kept getting better and better and better. And Stefan's just like, look, I don't have to know how to make a drink. I just have to not go out of business and pay these motherfuckers to make drinks. Right. And he did, and he built a beautiful place that we all can all hang out and drink in, and like, well, it's well, very comfortable there. And I think as a business person, he really, like, he got the people that work there so excited about where they work that they're act they they themselves take pride in what they do, but they also look to beat other places. Absolutely. Other oh, they are competitive. Yeah. Like they yeah. are straight up competitive, and when there's like a rivalry in town between this bar and that bar, and like. No shit. Above Stefan's bar, above Porco, right. there is a billboard. And the billboard has become like this thing that a local other bar that competes with Porco yep. that shall be remain nameless because fuck the spotted owl. Yeah. The uh, oh, I hate them. They <laughs> but they rented out the billboard that is I'm under really that is under <laughs> like literally it's over Porco's head, but Porco doesn't control what gets advertised right. on there, right? And so they literally put up a 
billboard that said they were the new tiki spot the like, best they best. were the best tiki bar in cleveland and they're right? not a tiki bar and they're not no you know a craft cocktail bar but that idea is just that sort of like look friendly you know competition but to, to the, super to the credit of of mr was was yeah. the advertising agency actually called him oh and yeah said, they have to. would you mind if we do this and he well, was like well because no. the billboard is literally bolted to his building if they want to put a fucking right. nambla fucking ad up there right they gotta ask the guy who owns the building the right, fucking right. board is on top of but i'm just saying like he has he he is game for it oh god yeah right yeah right yeah, yeah. and that's the that kind of thing and that's why that's what makes stuff so kind of amazing like right. that's what he's he's a great friend and he's somebody who in our community being that it's you know we joke about like scooters and cocktails and, and everything else, but there is actually a community for that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I mean, and you he, think that you're in a weird fetish? Well, and he bought the van that to represent his bar, which is fucking great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he, I and went in there. Had I, Kevin detail it. I was so I was so happy when I found that van. I was like, I finally found a sandbar with a supercharger, and it just so happens it's got the Volkswagen body kit on it. Mm-hmm. And I showed it to Stefan. I was like, dude, check me out. I bought the coolest thing in the world. And Stefan was like, I really want that so bad right now. <laughs> and and that, like after 20 wah, minutes, wah, wah. I was like, I'm going to sell it to him. And I sold it to him because I was like, I'm going to find another one. But did you surprise? I, I don't know the story about this. Maybe you told it. I probably was drunk. Go ahead. I probably was <laughs> drunk. Probably. But did you... Uh, Sage did you, words from our host tonight. <laughs> no, but did you... You surprised him with having We Kevin, stole the van. And you had Kevin detail. Yeah, so we stole... The, I stole the van from them. Mm-hmm. I had told um, Anne-Marie, I told Mrs. Waz about this plan I had. And to lie to Stefan and say that we were doing a, a Japanese domestic market, a JDM photo shoot. Uh, okay. And I said, we're doing a JDM photo shoot. Steph, do you mind? Do you mind if I grab that van? Right. Because when I had sort of agreed to sell it to him, part of the intention of agreeing to sell it to him was it was going to become like the identity piece of like Porco. Okay. It was going to become like a, bill, a billboard, a rolling piece of Porco. Right. That no matter where it went, it was no fucking doubt that shit was from Porco. Right. But it had been almost a year, and it was still just a weird, you know, what color is that? That purple color? Pinkish, purple, pinkish yeah, like whatever. pinkish purple and black. Like flamingo. <clears throat> yeah, flamingo colored, like flamingo and black Volkswagen body style van. And I was like, man, we got to do something special with that. We really got to turn that shit up. And our friend, Kevin, who has his own bar now called the Moon Glow Lounge, mm-hmm. which... Oh, Kevin's oh. got it. Oh, it's kind of bar? Yeah, called the Moon Glow. You want a back? Story? Wait, wait, wait. We need to go. Where wait, is it? They're closed. It's fucking I'll tell you. Oh, Hold on. No. Oh, where is it? Hold on. I will tell we you where it is. For Distinguished Gentleman's Ride last I will year. tell you where it is. Well, I didn't go there. It is yeah. two blocks from my fucking mom's house where I yeah. grew up, and that used to be the 82 Saloon or 82 yep. Bar. That was, that was the first place I ever snuck into when I was 16 and had a drink. 82 Saloon. Yep. And so he bought it and made it into a fucking like kind of like a, a speakeasy 50s yeah. kind of cool like where oh, fucking stainless bar. steel Howard Hughes fucking boner fuel. Hmm. Yeah. Where is it located? It is In literally Sagamore at Hills, the corner Ohio. of Sagamore Hills. It's 82. Route 82. Yep. And well, Boyden's over here yeah. and um and 8. 82 or if and you eight. have on a device that is from this century, you can type the word <laughs> Moonglow like Moonglow Lounge, right. right. And it'll well, tell you exactly where to go. But dude, for me Kevin's awesome. Yeah. He is. He's great. And for me, though, it's so fucking weird because I snuck in there, and it was a place where there'd be like 72-year-old guys that are there Monday through Friday from They're 11 to 11. And that was it. It was just a shitty, dark, gross bar, but they'd serve 16-year-olds, you know? So I was like, <laughs> hey. 
And now it's like a trendy, cool thing, like two bucks. So if I ever go there and I get shit hammered, I can just fucking go to my mom's house. It's two blocks mm. away. It's fucking great. In fact, if it, the weather wasn't so shitty, I was like, fuck, we can have an after party because it was everything was going to end at the Moon Glow Lounge. My mom, literally, I was like, fuck, we'll have a fucking bonfire party in the backyard. And people could stay if they had to. But no, it's a cool place. But originally, when he did it, all the chairs look like B-52 bombers. They're all like fucking aluminum. Mm-hmm. But whoever made them didn't realize that Americans need to sit in them. And so even me, I had to sit with one cheek and the other cheek oh. was like up here like this because they yeah. were so skinny. Yeah. They just had them all remade. They had them remade for American asses now. So Yeah. You know, the new, what is it with the new bar stools that are this wide? I don't know. China. <laughs> yeah. I'm they're just all, saying. They, like, Brick and Barrel has these bar stools. I right. kid you not. Yeah. That are this big. They're literally. <laughs> we walk in there. My wife says, like, "Get me cakes. one of those big ass stools." <laughs> you know what I want? A big ass stool. Yeah, that's why yeah. you need all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Here, baby, let me push your stool in. Hey, <laughs> but that, okay. like, not even like, not kidding around. That that van steel, we stole that thing, and Kevin was kind of between. He'd hurt his back and he did yeah. a little side work. And so we we'd gone over there and uh Kevin and I over the you know, the course of just kind of looking at the van, we laid it out and Kevin is so good. Well let's let's preface that. He is like a world renowned pinstriper. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. He's like the yeah. guy. If you he, type in Kevin Moore or Mortified, <laughs> right. Um, you know, his shit is in here. I got some Bowling pins from him that he's carved. If you've seen I've a, a tiki 50s, god in the front, yeah, that if he's you've carved. seen a fifties gasser yeah. at a car show yeah. anywhere in the country, they all somewhere. know Kevin. Yeah, they yeah. all. He's Kevin's the guy. Kevin's pretty much a renaissance man when it comes to gassers mm-hmm. and to pinstriping in general and to that whole uh, fuzz. And he graduated from my high school. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. yeah, and he Couple worked years with. Older. So he worked with me. He worked yeah. with you. So uh, Kevin once said, "You know, you know Steve Hoffert." He's the only boss I've ever had that I respected. Wow, man, yeah. that's saying something, right? Yeah. You know, I liked him. He was he's a great yeah. he's a great person. Very good guy, very smart guy, and also worked in the turd herding industry. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> until one of the other dumbasses in that industry screwed him up. Well, again, and this is and this is what we talk about. Like it's a very small world once you mm-hmm. take a step back. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I met Kevin years ago through mutual friends in the punk rock community and rock and roll and stuff like that, and motorcycle shows and. And car shows and stuff, and kind of you just meet Kevin, and you realize, wow, he's a cool guy. I want to hang out with him. And then you start doing different stuff and different events. And it is a very interesting thing that that was never in my intention. I don't restore old cars. No, I import weird little freaky Japanese shit. But Kevin's like, no, you should bring that shit to my party because that's really weird, and people would be into that. And there is a sense of mutual appreciation when you are into stuff that's weird and cool with people who aren't competitive. Yeah, right. And when people are totally secure in where they are, it it's really great. Stefan did that. People all the time think that like all that stuff on the windows of that van, um, when Kevin did all the windows of the van, they people think that's decals. No, yeah, that's right. hand-painted. It's painted, right. So everything on the Porco van is, there's no decals anywhere. There's no vinyl on that van. Mm-hmm. Every bit of the crazy pinstriping, all that shit is done by hand right so well, look at his van it has like right. 15 layers oh of it's a million or something layers like you guys right. did a whole podcast about it we literally about. accidentally at the at the autorama show which they didn't have this year because of covid right we sat around 
Stefan, like, no, sorry. Chris was on that couch. Like, they brought a couch out. What this idea was to bring out this amazing 70s groovy van, right? This amazing, amazing fuzzy, the green fuzz, which is an right. amazing van with one of the best paint jobs on planet Earth and a great concept. It has, to have, a, it has to have a thousand hours into that paint job. At like least easily. a thousand His sand art was awesome, And too. so he lays sand art out. So we like there's sand art on the floor. <laughs> for us to walk around with his wife Hadley is also an artist mm-hmm. so that like and they're in a band called 45 Spider look right. them up uh, there's a song that is interestingly appropriate in for, the cave or in a cave gotta right? find a cave gotta find a cave which yeah. is from the old banana splits when yep. I was a kid yep so they they did a version of gotta find a cave which we should probably link that in here because yeah. they 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 deserve that we can put it in the background yep through this whole segment we'll yeah. put it in the whole segment we can throw it in the back yeah. we know the guy we know a guy yeah and Chris is there, and we're all kind of having a great time. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris is there. Chris just starts having a better time than any of the rest of us. <laughs> I got a head start. Seeing as it's a car show. <laughs> and next thing I know, we're all hanging around talking about cars and shit and doing you do at a car show. Right. And Chris was just like, he'd owned that couch. <laughs> like, that was a fairly, like, that was almost a full-size couch. Yeah. And Chris just owned it. Like, I don't know where Chris got the wingspan all of a sudden. He looked like a pterodactyl over there. The fucking Rodan and shit. Yeah, look at that. Look at that reach. Dude, he was all up in that couch. Yeah, it was like, well, that was like green velour or something, wasn't it? It was green velour. That was a sexy couch. Sucked me in, baby. <laughs> yeah, we were like, okay, we should probably roll out right now. We looked over and you were like, <laughs> like all like sleep napnea and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. CPAP there. <laughs> CPAP machine's blowing. <laughs> right. It was pretty rowdy. And yeah, but that was it. That was that was a, a good night. And you know what's it's weird is we probably all would have been going to that show this weekend. Yeah, we would have. But yeah, that was this week. Yeah. So I have was, never uh, been to the Piston Power show and I was I was planning on going this year. Yeah. Well, Nick. I was literally like on Monday, I was going to start hitting people up saying, hey, are we going to get together and do it? And it was like, oh, everything's done. If a piston makes it go, it's in the show. Uh, Which is funny because I was going to bring some electric shit out there just to fuck with them. uh, I had talked to the organizers and we had a few people talking to the organizers on my behalf because Mm -hmm. about four months ago, I had a while to hear up my ass. Hey, why don't we put the hearse? Oh, in the Piston Power Show. It's got pistons. And it's weird. Yeah. And nobody's ever seen one. Mm-mm. And so we figured it'd be a safe thing to have, like, maybe one less Impala. Or Maybe they could lose one more 80 Corvette. Yeah. Right? <laughs> maybe they could sacrifice one more 1981 Monte Carlo. How about this? How many, <laughs> how many fucking pace cars actually right. exist because apparently there's 97,000 Corvette pace cars there are for the yeah. Indy 500 yeah well there they didn't actually make the number of cars they needed to do the event they made like every dealer got two. Oh, okay yeah, right it's a pace car edition oh, it doesn't right. mean it's actually done it, Indy, the, right? okay. yeah, yeah, right. it may have never been to Indianapolis I mean it's like, <laughs> right. this one made it as far as you know Bowling Green and that was as close to Indianapolis as it ever the got. The value goes up. This one hit Pittsburgh, so right. that's worth like that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. right. Oh, yeah. And if you got that joke, you're a fucking Corvette Camaro fucker. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, uh, Cam's on the floor laughing, right? Yeah. You fuck Cam. <laughs> God damn it, he's not here tonight. God damn it, Cam. Another Corvette owner. 
But the John McElfresh is giving him a big hug. I know they're like, look, we we have useless, we have valueless Corvettes too. Yep. Right. Look at us, we have the most horsepower you can buy for eleven dollars. <laughs> I've never uh, seen anybody. John is the only Corvette that's ever rusted. <laughs> I don't understand. The entire thing's made of fiberglass and plastic. How did it rust? GM, baby, GM. They'll figure out a way to make it rust. I broke General down. Motors from Detroit, man. I bought GM stock. Yeah? Because of the battery thing. Because the battery thing. I agree. I don't think that's a bad idea. What'd you buy it at? 15 bucks or yeah. 17 bucks. That's totally Where are crap. we now? Yeah. I'm on. <laughs> Not that. Velcro. How are we doing? I'm on. <laughs> How are we now? How are we How doing now? Are we now? I'm finding you. I'm finding you. Let's see. Pretty good in you. Not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. Yeah, while we're, doing, while we're waiting for the fucking stock report, <laughs> while we're waiting for the Hofford stock report, <laughs> <laughs> according to the Baby Yoda sewer guy. You bought it at 15? Yeah. Okay. What's the 52 year, or month week high? 52 week high. For General Motors? Yeah. Did they pay attention? Jesus I know, right? <laughs> I'm not a freaking broker. Yeah. <laughs> well, right in the Right in the Coloca. Right. The, uh, but 4190. 4190. Right. Well, yeah. Well done. That's a safe buy. About the same as Harley Davidson. Yeah, that's a good buy. <laughs> that's a good buy. Oh, the difference is that General Motors has a plan for the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Harley Davidson claims to have one thousand live wires, yeah. Which, um, which, if you're into a haptic heartbeat, good for you. Yeah, but, but in the they meantime, both run on two cylinders. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so all the small displacement bikes that have been coming in and out yeah. and stuff. I don't think we talked about this last week, but did you see that um, Husqu- Husqu- Husqvarna, Husqvarna has released two fifty versions of the Vispulin and the other thing, or whatever? What is it? Vis Vis the Smart Pillion, Smart Pillion, and what's the other one? And the Fistula. Yeah, that. The Fistulin. No, but they, they they released two versions. Dude, when you come up with a motorcycle and it's called the Fist Pillion, <laughs> you're like. I think I know her. <laughs> That's so my ex-wife's got a bike now. <laughs> I'm just saying that the, the small displacement bikes yeah, yeah. are becoming something. They're becoming a something. lot of people think that that's the answer. Mm-hmm. They're wrong. Okay. The answer for small displacement bikes has always been the used market. Oh, right. So the the only place since 1978 or so. Mm-hmm. With like the CB125S and, and that range of bikes, the idea of the 125 and the 250 and the 300, like that range, yep. has kind of been new guys. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that new guys, whether or not they're J. Paul Getty or me when I was, you know, of age, right. new guys are always looking for like the cheap buy. They don't want to throw a bunch of coin down onto, and a great example of that is this guy, because mm-hmm. he's kind. Of, no, you're you're the last guy. Like you're the last generation. Like when Chris bought his GS, when you bought your GS, that was your first bike, right? Right. Right. So when he bought his GS, nineteen eighty one. Correct. Yeah, that was the last time anybody sold a. And realistically, he didn't buy the entry level bike because Suzuki made smaller bikes. Mm-hmm. He could have pulled up an uh, SP200 or something, right? Mm-hmm. Same era, you could have bought an SP200 at the same dealership. 
You didn't. You went for at the Jesus. time. It would have been an SP one twenty five or two fifty. There you go. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I mean, that's good because we, sure we should. V90. We should check that out. Give or take. 1981, what mm-hmm. would the SP250 have cost him? Because that's a street legal 250. I have absolutely no idea. No idea, right? Mm-hmm. But like in Copex, your bike. Less than that. Yeah, you're yeah. right, exactly. But a GS450, which is pretty fucking tall cotton, mm-hmm. gear position indicator. I mean, it's a pretty badass bike, disc brakes. There's nothing about your bike in 1981 that was considered to be an economy model bike. No. You had a six speed. Not too many bikes had that. Especially not a 450. And it's a dual overhead cam bike, too. So building it was expensive. What did that thing cost you in 1981 dollars? It's two grand. Two grand in 81 dollars, which is about six grand in today's dollars. Or 65,000, one of those. Things, <laughs> look at it. But, but. The, but I guess the point being, his motorcycle by today's standards as a 450 would be bmw f650 money ish right right. because that's the level of sophistication Mm. and the price point 81 dollars to today's dollars Mm. and when you look at the sp250 from 1981 which was a dirt street dual purpose does everything motorcycle right enduro with turn signals and headlights and taillights and shit um i kind of almost remember those as being in the $2,000 category. So, like, that was about 50% less money overall than what you were spending for your bike. Right. You could have got into a, an SP250. I was so, wrong. I don't think they made an SP in 81. I think it started in 82. 82, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and Nick, what year were you born? Uh, 93. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my first STD in 93, I think. <laughs> My vasectomy was in kindergarten. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, but like my son was born in, in <laughs> right. But when you think about like when you think about modern motorcycles and what they cost, and people are saying, okay, well XYZ company is going to launch a two fifty or a three hundred or three fifty. Right. Remember that's an uphill battle because right now um, any motorcycle company's biggest competitor is their small displacement bike that they launched. Five years ago. Yeah. And that's a real tough thing in this market. Plus gas is $1.85. I know gas is cheaper than mm-hmm. fucking shit right now. Hummers are coming out of the woodwork all over the place. Really? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, I've seen about, I, I think, at least three or four H2s in Get the, the last fuck out three of weeks. Yeah. They've got to be how 20 years old by now, right? They're, they're so rusted on most of them. They're and like, they've yeah. driven 12 miles yeah. back yeah. into Clearly the garage. Enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, to this day, when you see a guy in a Hummer... They yeah. still have fucking Oakley blades on. I don't even know how that's <laughs> it fucking possible. It doesn't matter. Right. I know, but it, I'm just it, saying. Really, I mean, the point being is that that is one of those things in the world where if you did ever want to just grossly, radically hate, intimidate anybody, yeah. put the side stand down on your buddy scooter, <laughs> scamper up the fucking ladder on the side of the Hummer to the guy driving it, and just be like, you suck and everything about you is under fucking performing. Right. And your wife likes my cock. Right. And then run away. Hmm. And you've just done a thousand years damage to that guy because you could. And the fact that you did it off the back of like a pink buddy scooter. (laughs) 
makes it way better. You go, hey, would you like to call your mom? Just hit redo. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> <killed> my beta. <laughs> Kill my beta. Threw off the pH in my fucking beta. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> terrible. Absolutely Uh-oh. terrible. Um, because we're right there at, uh, at one hour and forty some minutes, I did want to. I did want to think about. Can you think of one way or any way that your motorcycle or motorcycles mm. plural, if you live that kind of a Utah relationship, uh, can get you through this tough time that we call nineteen? I took my passport down to Brick and Barrel today. Yeah, two growlers. Right. Yeah, because you have the baskets on the side. Yep. You have literally folding <laughs> baskets they on the fit side. In the front basket there. Yeah. So oh, do they really? Oh, I that's cool. I didn't have any more. Uh, I, I would have gotten more growlers, but I had to give all of my growlers to my extra growlers to my kid, Patrick, and now they're his because I don't mind going to touch them with, you know, without pouring gasoline on them and lighting them on fire. <laughs> You're going for a full fucking nuclear cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, um, I'm going to let you know my standards of cleanliness are higher than yours. So you can have all these. So what'd you get in your growlers? Bitter Chief. Bitter Chief. Tell me about that beer. It's an IPA. Of course it is. It's my favorite. It's my favorite beer in the whole city. Huh. Grumpy sewer guy likes Bitter Chief. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> Big fucking surprise there, right? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have like a nice, you know. I want to give Shambrill a shout out. Yeah, right on, dude. Christina rides. Uh, GSXR 750, mm-hmm. I think. I, yeah. I hope I got that right, Christina. <laughs> I've, I've been really thinking about my the, the bikes I want to work on over this year. And I did finally get, um, I got both cylinders running on the Transel. Oh, shit. Yeah. What, what was what the was, deal? It was exactly what we said it was. Oh, one of the, it was Mark's, uh, thanks, thanks again to Mark's Electronics, mm-hmm. because we did order in a CDI. And we ordered in a, a, a perfectly good brand new CDI from Marks. And in case people haven't listened, that yeah. bike is a CDI per cylinder. Correct? Yeah, one CDI per, per, oh, per wow. hole, right? There's two CDIs, mm-hmm. front and rear. And uh, that was, it's always, if you're working on an 80s Honda and you have these strange little max bo- matchbox sized uh, aluminum boxes on there with little uh, heat sink lines on the top of them. Those are the inner, you know, some people call them igniters. Some people call them CDIs. They are what they are. There's two of them. They're a pain in the ass. And they are a pain in the ass, and they are feeble on their best day. But Ricks can fix all that. And so, yeah, in fact, so now um, somebody had replaced the rear CDI on this unit many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And we replaced the front CDI on the unit right now. Mm -hmm. And she is Fucking nice. ticky 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 happy happy. Are they the same part front and rear? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can, same part you can move it to the back to see if the problem. That's exactly what we did. Yeah. 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 And so when you guys were out here last week and we were stabbing at it with screwdrivers and insulting mm-hmm. it with you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I did. So I I literally grabbed a CDI and rotated it around and then all of a sudden we had a front cylinder firing but no back cylinder. We knew which part to order and we did and the part came in and. There was much rejoicing. Pep back. What's that? The pep is back. The pep is back. It has two cylinders. Nice. So the fact that uh, you know it's got four spark plugs and two cylinders, mm-hmm. it's a happy Honda. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be. Um, I'll be doing a little more with that this year. 
So that's going to be a thing. I don't think I'm going to, like the dent in the gas tank, I'm okay with that. Hmm? It's a red, white, and blue Honda Transalp, motherfucker. And it's got good tires on it now. Called Dent King. Believe it or not. I've heard those yeah. guys can really because they, they can, can fish get in through out. the thing and fish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm like like it's the a rest. Battle wound. It's a battle. Yeah. It's earned it, man. Yeah. It's earned its scars. Uh, I do like it. It's so the suspension though is fucking untouched since 1989, <laughs> and that is the suspension is like. It is like walking into a marshmallow swamp with moon boots on. <laughs> it is just like, oh, I'm barely in control here. Yeah. And it really is. It's a shitty suspension. Did you ever so. notice that a bike that has a, a dent or a scratch never gets another one? No, that's fair game. <laughs> <There's laughs> the first thing you should do is scratch your bike. Right. Yeah, because it's true. If you have a dented gas tank, yeah, never you see it. none of the rest yeah. of it. You can drop like an anchor like or something right above it and somehow goes... <laughs> And, yeah. the yeah. and this thing has enough like weird garage rash on it yeah. that it's like that's okay yeah you're good I actually like it better the way it is and I would not want to make it perfect because to make a 1989 Honda Transalp perfect you gotta buy weird shit from weird people mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to do that I want to just keep it the way it is it's ugly you're gonna get the coronavirus I am gonna get <laughs> whatever you buy <laughs> I am gonna so, yeah. I, what I am gonna do is I'm gonna pull the uh, I'm gonna pop the caps off the front fork tubes uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna shove some goddamn broom handles in there, mm. and anybody out there that's a true fucking shitty mechanical know what I'm talking about. At least about an inch of broom. I'm gonna handle. put about an inch of fucking yeah. PVC tubing in there, and uh, <laughs> go up to maybe a ten gonna, weight on the oil. And you're gonna take the fish juice that used yes. to be the forest exactly. oil out of the fucking yeah. front of it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Fish juice. What kind of what kind of oil is yeah. this? I don't know, but it smells I, like fish. I think it's Murphy's oil. So time, nope, man. smells like fish. Yeah, fuck it. So I think I'll go with like some ten weight in there, some proper oil, and give things a good fucking scrubbing. Yeah. <laughs> when I was sixteen or seventeen, I was hanging out with my buddy who's like a, he was older and he was a, he was into motorcycles. Yeah. And we were talking about girls, and I hadn't touched anything at that point. I didn't know what a boob was. I mean, right. you know, I had no idea. And so we were like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he was working on his bike, and he popped open the fork. Yeah. He's like, if you're ever with a girl that smells like this, run. <laughs> 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 oh, darling, I love you so much. You remind me of a 60s Volkswagen transmission. <laughs> now, do you realize you just made an Ur- a Murphy's oil soap reference? I did. And that that's yeah. a regional reference. That is, oh, I didn't know that was regional. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, that's Cleveland, Ohio. I had wow. no, Really? Oh, Murphy's yeah. was just the game. No, no. Harlan Murphy invented Murphy's oil soap. Get right out here of in, That's yeah, a Cleveland great. reference. Yeah. I had no idea. So it's not, it doesn't, where, is this sold here or does it go everywhere? I don't know how far. I mean, that's the difference between it. The origin of it was here yeah. in Greater Cleveland. And that's the okay. difference between a tree lawn and a devil strip, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. I don't know what sort of a reference you're making. But it's okay. People in Detroit know about a devil strip. Well, same with Akron. Akron, Akron's yeah. a devil strip, right? But here it's a tree line? Tree line. Yep. Oh. Just like, yeah. give me your business, but don't come up the laneway. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at the end of the laneway. Leave it at the end of the laneway. Yeah. So, not, I mean, not joking around, but like that motorcycle, I'm not going to put any more money into it. Yeah. We're done. We're right. officially stopped. It's got a fresh chain. It's got fresh sprockets. It's got fresh tires. I'm extremely happy with it. There's one thing that bike wants to do, and it's ride. It wants Mid-Ohio. Yeah, that's yep. what it wants. Yep. And if we could talk for a second about Mid-Ohio. Oh, I don't want to. Mm. <sighs> no, 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 no. 
Bagel and me were communicating right. on Facebook today mm. from our friends at the Motorcycles and Misfits. God right? love the Misfits. Bagel and I. Me and Bagel, Bagel and I. Thank you. Um, and back and me forth. And, and, and we, were, oh, we were talking about how my, my stupid work was not He's closing. He's planning on driving across America. Well, he also Hawaii. was going to go to Hawaii. Right. But that's on hold. So he can get his moment. 50th state. Right. Right. But um, so we we're going back and forth. And he mentioned like. They might not have mid Ohio, and I was like, "Stop! What do you do? You can't do <laughs> Don't that. Say that. Why? Like the whole universe just heard you. <clears throat> right. Like, you're not allowed to talk about yeah. that. That gives me nothing to live for. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to hear this. It isn't. It is a possibility. Yeah. So we can talk it's about a probability. it. Probability. We can. I mean, yep. Well, it is a probable. You're right. Stop. What are you, What are you guys doing? Uh, you know what? Hypothetically, it people could not Denmark happen. Denmark are the happiest people in the world, and they're the most pessimistic. So aren't you? Right. Aren't you just say it's not going to happen? And right. if it happens, and be thrilled then you're if be it does. Freaking happy. Okay, I'll roll. Instead with of that. saying That's fine. it's going to happen, and or we're going to have a beach party happen, in my house. Like, oh, okay, uh, one of the two. Things so in other happen. words, you should be in horrible depression for the next three months, right? And then, and then if it changes, if it happens, then come out. Pure but if it doesn't, yeah. then I just kill myself. Yes. Okay. Yes. About a week ago, I. I told Renee that I was going to do a chargeback on our punk rock bowling tickets Mm -hmm. because I could see the way things were headed. Mm -hmm. And Vegas was like, no, it's not a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in Vegas was like, all is well. There's nothing to see here. Right. And so like Vegas, everyone else was saying no groups larger than 50. Mm -hmm. And Vegas was like, the orgy suite is still open. Right. You know, uh, and that was one of those games. And I, I just said, punk rock bowling's totally getting canceled because it's a big event. Yeah. And everybody that works here was like, no, don't do that, man. Don't be part of the problem. Don't be that asshole that does a chargeback and everything else. I'm like, South by Southwest got canceled. Yeah. And all those people that own tickets didn't get a fucking nickel. Mm. Like, congratulations for participating really? in South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. They didn't get reimbursed? It's over. Mm-mm. Yeah. So well, that's a shit deal. It's a shit deal. So I'd felt pretty bad considering I'd invested a, a little fortune in that. <laughs> Very happy that Oscar and I went to Isle of Man last year. Yeah, yeah right. No mm-hmm. Done. Because I'll take the rain in last year as opposed to the not having it this yeah. year. Can you and imagine being if, on the hook for a seven thousand dollar house? Yeah. Or uh, can yeah. you imagine flying there and then finding out that it's canceled or something? You would never be able to fly there. You'd find out many, like long time in advance because yeah. of course when it happens is you know the end well, of the day well I'm just saying like, if things yeah. didn't line up right now shit dude if, well, if this would have been last year we would have been fucked because we had a non-refundable oh, thousands right. of dollars house right that we owned that there's no race now happening yeah. to go with the thousands of dollars house that you may or may not be able to fly to and enjoy even if you're just like a sheep enthusiast who just wants to go there and like <laughs> you know but you know what at that point at that point, there's so many cancellations that if you had to go and at least take the house, right. you could probably rent a bike and just ride the Isle of Man TV. The idea would be yeah. that you'd make the best of a bad situation, yeah, right, and right. so would everyone else, unless everybody's on the goddamn Q word. Yeah, right. And if everybody in the goddamn island is literally going like, you know, you want to have some fun? Oh, let's have some fun. What are you going to do? Oh, we're going to go down the end of the goddamn street and uh, throw rocks at a sheep. Yeah, right. Because that's all you can, goddamn. That's a mean do. thing to do. Well, but you know, until the sheep yeah. start throwing them back, right? Exactly. Well, the uh, the Australian Formula One Grand Prix mm-hmm. got canceled Friday morning, so they yep. have Friday practice, yep. Saturday qualifying, and then Sunday the race. What the and shit? So you mean they canceled it the Friday morning it? of practice? Yes. When all the eighteen wheelers are there? Yep. Oh, dude, they did that to MotoGP. 
MotoGP was at Qatar or whatever, Qatar, or whatever yeah, right. and they let Moto Moto One and Two go, but right. not the yeah, main not thing. the main run. Yeah, but they're not even in close proximity to each other. No, but there were guys. Not if you're good. There were guys. <laughs> there were guys. If you fuck up, you ruin the whole yeah. matrix. But there were guys from China coming. Now we're in the race. same car together. Oh, it's weird. Those, they just need to stay there. There yeah. were like three people on the McLaren Formula One team who had who tested positive right. for coronavirus, right. and like one person on Mercedes. Uh, so there were a few people in the mix who. Yeah. Who did legitimately ruined it for everybody. Right. That's yep. true. That's Again. true. Couldn't quit licking each other. But but now all of the races up through June or maybe early July are canceled right. or postponed. Dude, my favorite thing in this But there's still gonna be the piston bridle show. My my favorite oh. thing though, I'm not a huge sports fan, yeah. but they were showing the basketball guy, right? It was right before all this shit happened. He touched everything. And he touched everything and licked something he and was doing all this. Everything. He, was like, ah. he was making a political Rudy statement. Gobert. And he was the first guy to get fucking corona. Oh, That's Gobert. hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm I'm blaming it on Rudy Gobert. Okay. Right. Again, whatever the case is, if you're gonna be that guy, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. And at, at this point I just went from being like, oh to yeah. being like uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the Simpsons guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, seriously, with this whole thing, a lot of it is going to be how we deal with our, each other. And then there's a lot of it's going to be like, oh, I'll, we'll build some more. The uh, A lot of it is going to be us, the, the game of the numbers, right? Yep, yep. So, you know. Well, and this is why we're doing a public service. Look, Nick will survive. Yeah, he will. We don't worry about him. Smith, he's already half. I mean, we're worried. Yeah, that's Crump okay. didn't even show up. Yeah. yeah. Well, not good. He shouldn't have. Yeah. Right. Well, here's the thing is my grandparents are living with my parents, and I, I had to borrow my dad's car, I, the BMW. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, because my Fiat is currently in a state of disassembly. Your Fiat is um, literally, what the fuck happened to your Fiat? Did you try to change the oil filter? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no I, tried to, I tried to change the clutch. You tried um, to change the clutch in the Fiat, which means you had to remove the... The everything. front of the Fiat, everything from the back seat forward. Yes, yeah. yeah. The motor's in a different state. So at this basically, point. with the Fiat, the the the, the clutch release bearing right. exploded. There were ball bearings floating around inside my clutch bone mm-hmm. housing, and motor oh, part why it number. changed yeah. feeling and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was weird because when it first went, it was like, oh, this this doesn't feel worse. It just feels different. In fact, it, it felt arguably better. better. <laughs> <laughs> Fiat um, clutches when they feel good. Stop driving. Stop and, driving. Then, and then and then it got to the point where I couldn't actually get it into first gear or reverse. Because so the little balls were stuck I'm in the so gears. Glad well, we no, got rid because of my the Fiat. clutch release bearing welded itself to the clutch. How oh. many miles were on that Fiat? Uh, about hundred and thirty thousand. That's amazing. That is. I mean, um, I'm I'm not saying that's amazing. Like, you know what? Well done, Fiat. Mm-hmm. You made a car last nearly as long as Chinese cars do. Right. No. <laughs> uh, no. I don't mean it's amazing like that. I mean, it's amazing that you got 130,000 miles <laughs> right. out of a Fiat. I'm going to get more once I get it all back together. I don't think but. so. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to borrow my dad's car, right. uh, my dad's old car. Uh, so I drove down to, to, down to their house, and they were like, don't come in. I'll just, get, I'll just put the keys in the cup right. holder. Because right. uh, so there's two I, generations yep. of DeVitos mm-hmm. living in that household. Correct. Going back to the old country. And you just yeah. came back from a road trip, right? You went and saw your girlfriend? or no? I just brought her. I rescued I her from New York. <gasps> did you really? I did. Oh, you got um, her back? I got her back about a week ago. And Jesus Christ, There were serious dude. concerns that yeah. she would be trapped in there yeah. with absolutely nothing to do. Because 
Right. All, okay. she, she works in schools, wait, wait. and the schools are shut down. Oh, the schools are all done. My wife's right. a school principal. Yeah. That's it. It ain't happening. Yeah. Well, too late. You have it. But. Right. <laughs> my sister is considering coming up at the end of next week from St. Petersburg, where mm-hmm. it's still unicorn farts and like everything's beautiful. <laughs> because if you've ever been to St. Petersburg, there's a reason they have ads on the radio advertising St. Petersburg, yeah. which is weird. Like, you listen to NPR, you're like, and the next edition of. Uh, you know, all Things Considered, is sponsored by St. Petersburg, where mm. art is everywhere. We live a better life than you. And we have a Cholule wow. glass monument. And we have, like, fucking, like everything in St. Petersburg is better. And I've been there, and they're not far off. Because they're like, oh, well, here in St. Petersburg, we live a good life. You're going to Tampa? Why would you do that? <laughs> and you go to Tampa, you're like, Tampa's pretty fucking amazing, too. And they're like, no, but St. Pete's better. They're like going to succeed from Florida. Yeah. And just start their like, own oh, thing. Oh, sorry. Are you on the mainland or are you out on the, <laughs> out, out on the fucking, you know, the escarpment or whatever? Right. You know? If you're out on the goddamn estuary <laughs> and you're like, you know, you're out there and you're just looking at the water and a manatee brings you a cocktail. <laughs> like, welcome to St. Petersburg. Yeah. Gives you a flipper. Right. Exactly. Hey, hi, flipper. That's it. That's it. That's it. My genitals are on the inside. Yay. Because I'm a manatee. Because it's cold out there. Because it's manatee time. But do you know, I, do you know who, who owns Papa John's? Because he fucked my friend over here. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not saying we're mad. No. But he deserves a check. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's <laughs> exactly. little flippers. That Have you ever heard of manatimony? <laughs> All we're saying is, come on. Yeah. Support your kids. Yeah, support your kids. That's exactly. All these little kids over here look like manatees. The uh, little gray kids, all wrinkly. Look like they got Benjamin Button, but they're not. Little propeller marks on their back. Yeah. So bad. But I don't, like, I'm going to make her come up here to help my mom out because she's, she wants to, guilt strong, you know. And so she's going to come up to Cleveland. I don't know if I would do that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I would leave St. Petersburg to come to Cleveland. I wouldn't. Exactly. Stay there. Yeah, stay there. Right, sequester in place. But the problem is my mom is doing no good in that fucking old lady jail. Mm. Yeah, she's not good in there. She's not good. I was like, you got to shank the biggest, toughest bitch in there. At that stage, wouldn't you just slip her some acid and let her have a good time? (laughs) They won't let anything. So we've got a medicinal weed appointment scheduled, like legit. Like legit. Yeah. And they won't let her go to it because they do not acknowledge weed as being like medicinal. Yeah. The Cleveland Clinic does not acknowledge that weed is allowed to be in their buildings. Which which is insane because every time I'd go to a hip appointment, they were like, have you considered marijuana? I was like, oh, no. Tell me about this. Tell me more about this strange. (laughs) (laughs) What is this THC you speak of? (laughs) And meanwhile, I I told these folks at her her nursing care center, I was like, well, we have an appointment on Friday to take her and go have her meet the doctor and and evaluate her for medical uh, cannabis. Right. And they said, okay, and when is that? I said, it's Friday. When is it? At 9.30 in the morning? Oh, great. And where is it? It's in Mayfield at Golden Gate. That's great. And what's the doctor's name? Uh, hold on. Uh, 1-800-DOCTOR-WEED. Yeah. They're like, mm, doesn't pass a credibility test. So anyway. So yeah, they're not going to let her go. They're not going to let her escape from old lady jail to go get her weed mm. appointment. Wait, what's well, the number? Well, you can call. You can call. <laughs> what? So as of like two weeks ago, 
Yeah. Uh, me- uh, medical mar- OhioMedicalMarijuana.com. Yeah. Has call-in doctors. No, we're doing it online. We're doing a, a tele. We're doing a Tele- telemed. That's it. Telemed. Yeah, we're doing telemed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're doing telemed. Right. Okay. So we're going to be like, hey, my mom needs weed, and I need to be her official legal caregiver. Right. And they're going to be like, aren't you a little old to be fucking around with weed? No. And we're like, no, she's like 77. I'm like, no, you, Mr. Waters, you, 50 years old, aren't you a little old to be fucking around with weed? No, no not at yeah, all. Not at all, yeah. That stigma needs to go my mom away. Is like, my mom's like, I'm so mad. You're, uh, I don't want to make you a drug dealer. I'm like, mom. Um, it's weed, dude. I'm becoming legal. What I've done for you for the past five years mm-hmm. is the definition of being a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. What I'm about to do now is trying to be legit about it, right. as opposed to like funneling you all of my good like gummy bears and there, shit. There's a whole series. Um, yeah. One of the girls from our favorite show, Letterkenny, yeah. the, one of the hockey players, is in a show now on a Canadian TV that's hopefully coming here about how legal weed in Canada has fucked up all the professional drug dealers. In oh, Canada. really? So it's this whole show about how she's like, I can't think of the name of it, but the the one the two girls that chirp the best, yeah, 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 the African American girl, those two, not the white girl, but the other one, yeah. the one that was like the hockey player. It's like a yeah, it's you're, like a boa constrictor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, she's in this show that. where yeah. it's all about her. That, yeah. that goes from like being this underground, making a lot of money. Now right. it's legal. She's right. just a delivery person. She literally <laughs> just went from being a god among people right. to being the Domino's delivery driver. Exactly. Right. You have reductionism at this grade level. <laughs> I got this great thing and you're going to want it. Yeah. Down to like when we were in Portland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. It was $100 an ounce, which is literally like going yeah. cheaper than beer. Yeah, you know, yeah, for the high, right? Yeah, for the high, right? For the high, it was like, you want a pack of joints? Here's a pack of joints. Look how beautiful they are. They're all lined up like little soldiers in there, and you can smoke them all. And you know, they're strawberry flavored. And mm. They've taken all the mystery and nastiness out of weed. So yeah, and they can literally tell you like, this will make you feel really good, but you'll be cool. Exactly. This one <laughs> will make you see God. It's and- got a picture of an angry guy on yeah, it. Right. You're like, you know, this one's a staple gun. It's, it's a wizard. Couch. It's a it's <laughs> yeah. a wizard with a big beard and his ang- eyes look angry. Right. But that's and that's one of the greatest things. Where on the pain spectrum are you? <laughs> right. But that's one of the greatest things about legal weed is that they didn't fuck up the names. They weren't like Xrexiol or something. Right, right. You know. They're like glue. And you're like, why is it called glue? Because when you smoke it, you won't leave the couch for five hours. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> And there's still 47 AK-47s. <laughs> right. And you're like, why does there need to be 47 different varietals of marijuana that are all called AK-47? AK-47 right. And they're like, this is AK-47 Purple Kush. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're, I got mixed messages here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not quite sure where I'm that, going with this. But that is, so, I mean, not that we're turning into a weed podcast. Not but, at all. But the thing is, is like, what's kind of nice we're about- We're barely a painkiller podcast. <laughs> right. But the thing that's nice about legal weed barely is that- Barely a motorcycle for, podcast. Right. But no, but, <laughs> Never accused <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you're somebody that's in pain and you're yeah. thinking about doing it, when you, this is the difference of like having like a hookup and actually like legal weed. Right. It's like some hookup guys, like I have the best. And that best might be something that, like, for a normal, like, a person, they're, like, they, they take a hit, and they're fucking, like, out of their skull, and they're fucking, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. It could be wet, too. Yeah, whatever. It could be something, <laughs> right? But when you go to a thing, and you're like, hey, listen, I have really bad back pain. Right, right. Um, I just want to sleep throughout the night. They're like, okay, hold on. Let me suggest this. And they know what they can offer you, and it'll actually help you. And so Would you like me to translate that through the reality matic of me buying weed in Denver? Sure. 
Okay, so like what you're going to need is you're going to need the white Russian, which we have is a really, really, really good indica. And what you're going to need for your back pain in particular, like this is just the best weed for you. And I'm going to tell you right now the deal that we have, you know, you can do the edibles, but really just get the flower because it's just a better deal. <laughs> wow. So you do have to put up with that. That All is right. exactly it. It is the super helpful weed girl. So like the super <laughs> the helpful tender. weed girl. It's your bud tender. The bud tender. Yeah. Right. The super helpful bud tender. It is this whole new game where you're just like, oh my fucking God, Janet, please just give me the fucking weed. Right. Super and planet. You Janet. Know, here's what I'm going to assure you is that my buying power, we could do that whole row. So yeah. just like get me in the range, yeah. <laughs> just get me in the. Just get me. Do give me fifteen percent on either way. I'm okay. But it's still better than just getting something from some dude. Well, of course it is. <laughs> Absolutely. You used to talk about ditch weed and all this other various ditch crap. Well, that was and brick weed. Like Nebraska. You were buying from dinosaurs on the side of the road in South Dakota or Wait something. Wait a minute. Right? Chris, Smith, Chris Smith bought weed. That's ditch weed though. Ditch, ditch weed. weed. Ditch weed. Yeah. So. Uh, all the all the guys I went to college with, they're all farmers in Iowa and Nebraska, and they used to plant the stuff during World War II to grow in, what? In the ditches? They used to grow hemp. Oh, right. Yeah. So they tore it all up to grow their crops, but the There was some the shit left that, over on the side. Yeah, the stuff that grew, grew in the ditches. So it was ditch If you were weed. smoking hemp, that wasn't doing you any good, man. Well, it, was, it wasn't real good. It was, and... <laughs> And I might say that it was a little harsh. Yeah. And after but, the first, second, or third pound. <laughs> yeah, but the bad thing you have to smoke a joint to get high. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's a good point. Oh, wait a minute. So, the, so, I'll be 50 this year. Okay, so you were around when you had to smoke a joint oh, yeah. to get high. Now yes, you take absolutely. I took, I, took a good, I took a good 15 or 20-year sabbatical from weed, right? Right. And so when I used to smoke it, I'd be like... <laughs> right. So the first time somebody was like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? I'm like, yeah, give me that thing. I was like... <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it weed is really small, strong today. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was sitting there, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm dying. There's no way I'm not dying right now. And everybody around me is laughing. you look like Hunter S. Thompson on Clue. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. Now, now Fuck, it's man. like, like whenever you get new something like that, you right. have to be like, <laughs> and wait 35 minutes and go, okay. It's Alice Wonder, <laughs> Wonderland theory with literally marijuana. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's fucking, it's, a, you know, it's interesting. It's a fundamental building block of enhancement. Right. I mean, that's just, that's but what when you it get is. It's enough for any, any novice. I mean, my mom is the greatest drug user of anybody. Um, <clears throat> my, my mom takes Norco, which is the kinder, friendlier name of Oxycontin okay. and all of the, you know, all of the, uh, oh, I think that's what know? they gave me with my hip. The opioids, me, yeah. of course they did. Yeah, because they've changed the name of the drug five times. Yeah, they want to keep it. It's the same drug. They've just changed the name of it. They're all the same exact thing, mm-hmm. you know. And they're like, they're like, oh well, this is a controlled substance. They give it on mama, and mama. She goes, oh, five milligrams. That's adorable. <laughs> that's great. I'll take oh, that's 10. great. I'm gonna have three of those now mm-hmm. with my pudding, you know, and <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and. So what you guys don't understand is that a 77-year-old woman knows more about narcotics than any fucking 50- or 30-year-old burner is ever going to think he knows. Right. Because these women are trading that shit. I watched my mom (laughs) for Depends. They're trading thousands of dollars worth of Oxy for like 12 Depends. Oh, wow. Because look, when you don't want to shit your pants on a car trip, you're willing to give up a dozen Oxys for that. 
Because you must have a lot of inventory in that case. Yes, and my mom gets oxys in a three hundred count bottle. Three hundred count bottle. It's insane. What's he going to do? Damage her liver? Uh, well, this is a joke. They're like, well, we don't want her to become addicted. Yeah. She's 77 goddamn right. years old. That's the best. If she became Keith Richards right now, I'd be happy. Right. I'd be thrilled if she had a drug a drug problem. Yeah, but Steve, uh, Richards is 76, not 77. Oh, it's easy. You're so younger you than what's my mom. The, what's the right. best thing that you can hear about a 70 or 80-year-old lady? How did she die? Right. She overdosed on she drugs. She overdosed on, on <laughs> On heroin, yeah, right. <laughs> she wrecked her early at, at the grog shop, right? <laughs> exactly. Sting. Oh, the first time my mom rode a scooter, it was adorable. <laughs> we gave my mom an, a Honda Elite eighty, yeah, which is a two stroke. Oh yeah. And if you're not familiar with two strokes, they're a little weird. Mm. You're like a two stroke anything is weird, but a two stroke scooter nothing, nothing, nothing. is ah! very very weird. Yeah, yeah because it's a CVT. Mm-hmm. So a TV a CVT is a bag of lies. Like a CVT and a turbo, <laughs> once gotten together. And nobody ever told the truth ever. No. Like a CVT and a two-stroke is a very bad combination. Because you're like, why is this thing so slowly? Shit, I broke my leg. Yeah. You know? And that's what happened. My mom got on this beautiful (laughs) Honda gold-colored Elite Aero 80, which then it's called an Aero 80. Right. Which the only thing more deadly than an Aero 80 was the Aero 125. I'm sure. Jeez. It had three lug nuts. (laughs) <laughs> they had triangle-shaped wheels. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. Uh, that's why people underestimate the Zuma 50. Oh, that fucker is fun. The Honda Aero 125 looked all like Devo with a pointy nose. It was like Devo wearing a plague mask to keep it topical. And a Honda yeah, Aero 125 was literally Subaru Sambar gold colored. Yeah, right. Uh, the color that all Hondas were in like 1983. And their dashes were awesome. It was digital, yeah. but not really digital. No. Fake digital. Mm-hmm. It was analog with a digital background. Right. Right, exactly. There's a, a orange needle sweeping across a black background with an orange grid painted on it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it looked like graph paper. It was good. But my mom gets on this thing, and we're trying to teach her how to ride it. And we're in the backyard. So backyard in Wycliffe meant that like you had 36 feet. Right. Wide, so a two-stroke in so a thirty in a post. We're in the area that we pitch basketballs at the front of the garage. Right, that if you played it right, you could fit two Buicks side by side. <laughs> and so we're in the backyard, and we had just enough room to run our garbage pit go kart in circles, yeah, full lock. And if you did, if you let it slide at all, if you drifted at all, you're in the neighbor's fence. Right, chain link, brutal. So by the time the bike got on pipe and yeah. actually was able to move, you were at the end of your area. So Grant, uh, so mom gets on this thing. And we're like, well, you got to give it some stick. And mom's a trooper. Like, don't let anybody sell mom short. Mom's five foot ten. She, you know, child of the forties. She knows what's going on. And so, she gets on this thing. True boomer, right? She'll do anything. And she gets on it, and we're like, well, you got to give it some revs to get it to engage the transmission because it's a CVT. Yeah. And we're all riding all kinds of motorcycles, but mom's going to be on the the scooter yeah. that we picked up for like cheap, like probably for like. A gun. And an 80 still goes, what, 65? I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. I doesn't, it doesn't achieve maximum velocity in the backyard, but right. fucking close. Yeah. And so mom gives it a little bit more stick, and that was when the variator and the two-strokiness all came together. <laughs> and like that bike just tried to eat my neighbor's yard through the fence. And you ever seen like a bad dog chase a bird through a fence? Yeah. When the bird makes it through the fence and the dog doesn't? Yeah. And the dog just becomes one with a chain link fence. 
And just parts of the dog get through the fence. The painful parts. Well, my mom did the same thing, but she was about 350 at the time. I wonder why her hip has problems now. I, feel like, I don't know why this happened. I have no idea. She came down off that fence, like, because it was a six footer. Yeah. And her skull, like, like her head was right at the crossbar wow. at a six foot fence. Because, like, the scooter just, like I said, scooter tried to get in a neighbor's backyard. Mm. Didn't want the person involved at all. It was a bit of a hunter jumper at that point. And,. So, yeah, mom comes down off the deal, and she's like, no, I'm going to try it again. And she probably shouldn't have tried it again. <laughs> Especially with their broken hip. Nah, right, exactly. <laughs> but she tried to go Wiley Coyote 100% at the garage door. And my mom is a Sicilian woman, and she does not understand the meaning of, like, I couldn't do that. Right. So for Sicily, she's going to go it again. <laughs> the whole country. Sicily. It was bad. And the whole neighborhood saw our meatball supply diminishing in our future because mom only knew how to make like 26 pounds at a time. So, yeah, we all took her off the bike eventually because she couldn't make it turn in the backyard. Mm. But it was tight. It's tight course. Backyard's tight course. You know, two strokes, never a good idea for a first. No, for a first time out on anything. Two stroke is never a good idea. But you never think an 80 cc scooter could. Fuck your mom over Until so you badly. rode a 50cc Duma. <laughs> Drunk. Yeah, well. Drunk. Uh, yeah. But that's the, that's the game, so. But my mom knows more about nar- narcotics right now mm. than pretty much anybody. I watched her take a fucking, uh, what's the good one? The, uh, uh, not Tramadol, the, uh, what's the Michael Jackson one? Oh, uh, Milk. Well, that's what they called it. Fentanyl. No, uh, was it fentanyl? My mom, my no, mom propanol. took my mom took fentanyl. Propanol. He was fucking on propanol. propanol. All right. Well, my mom was on fentanyl the other night. Ooh. And so they gave her a, a, a little syringe full of fentanyl because she was having some breakthrough pain, and they gave her this fentanyl. And I was like, she took it in stride. Hmm. This kills people. This kills like hardened heroin addicts. Yeah. And they put it right in her IV, right in her vein, and they. Here it goes. There she goes. But I'm sure it wasn't random. Like, they were like, here's one grain or whatever. They no, were... they gave her whatever the cor- yeah. correct dosage is. They weren't trying to, like, let's see what this bitch will do. <laughs> it wasn't like a... F- open it up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it wasn't like... Like, we weren't in Gillies, and this wasn't the mechanical mom. <laughs> like, let's turn this thing to 11 and see if any cowboys can hang on. <laughs> no, like, it was legit. But she, uh, she took it, and I was like... If you'd have given me any fentanyl, oh, yeah. like, because I've heard that, like, a molecule of it can kill me. Yeah. Right? And that's why I don't do any more drugs anymore at all, because I don't trust it, anything. Yeah, but, no. like, my mom took, like, it said fentanyl on the syringe. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, straight up, like, yeah. on the syringe, go. And she <laughs> took it, and she was like, Oh, and, and she went from a pain level like 9.5, which my mom's never been at a 10. She'll never admit to being a pain right. level 10 because that's weakness. And she went from there to like a pain level nothing. And she was still having a conversation. But that's the thing, though. So yeah. That's what I learned from this hip thing. Yeah. Because I was petrified of painkillers. Like, right. Listen, I'm yeah. a, I love weed and all that, but I don't do drugs. I don't do that. Like, that's not my thing. Like, There's a fine line. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> weed is not a drug. Anyways. Okay, <laughs> weed is not a drug. That being said, that being said, but so I, if it was a drug, you need a prescription, Chris. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Not just a dealer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's a street supplier. My point is, is that like, so I didn't understand painkillers. Right. I didn't do them. I, whatever. Yeah. Right. 
But when you have legitimate pain, right. they actually just take away the pain. It's remarkable. Right. It's magical. It's only when you yeah. abuse them and you right. don't have pain and you right. suck them down is where you get all fucked up. It's only when you're crushing up the third oxy right. and trying to snort it that you're abusing. Because That's seriously, people do. On your way to the White Castle. No, but seriously, but like, I, I, really <laughs> thought, I really thought that even though I had the surgery, I was right. going to take this thing that the doctor gave me and I was going to feel all woo-woo. Become an addict. No, no, you don't feel yeah. any woo-woo. You don't feel anything. No, you, you barely just, feel the pain kill. Yeah. You, you're you, like, oh, the pain went from like bad to being like not so bad. Right. And, right. and, and they actually said like, you know, like when you when soften you take up them, with 19 beers. <laughs> no, but they said when you start to take these and like you start to feel something, right. that's when you need to stop. So I stopped yeah. even before that. Okay. I was like, right. yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that anymore. Whatever. Yeah. You know? But but it, it is amazing. Like nobody tells you that there's just like so little education about this. Stuff. Oh, yeah. If you actually are in pain and right. you're prescribed a painkiller. There's no high. There's nothing. It no. just does what it's supposed to do. No, and they give, like, the weirder the name, it, like, if you ever get a drug that's called, like, gabapentin, like, you get a word, you get a drug that has a bunch of syllables in right. it, the more syllables they put in it, the more they're trying to take it away from what it really is. Hmm. So, like, if I told you that there was a drug called Lyrica, right. you'd probably be like, oh, oh, okay, Lyrica. Sure. I could ride horses. Hmm. I could play tennis. And I wouldn't even spot I could write my underwear. A novel. I could write lyrics yeah, to exactly. a song. It sounds like an allergy medication. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. But what you if, probably spot your underwear. What if I, what if I called it <laughs> methadone? Would you be okay if I called it methadone? No. That's too many syllables. Right? But Lyrica and methadone are the same goddamn thing. But Lyrica is marketed to you know ladies with fibromyalgia. Right. You know, or Wait, you seriously, know, methadone and Lyrica are the same. Same thing. We would like our customers to call in and let us know. 1-800-DRUG-CHAT. <laughs> but yeah, Lyrica and Methadone are the same thing. My mom takes it for her uh, fibromyalgia. Yep. So this one time... And was- they take it for neuropathy, too. So when they have neuropathy and they, they have like these feeling like their legs are on fire all the time, yeah. they can take Lyrica and go out and then ride you know horses and... In a frolic in the wilderness, right. and like you know, I'm gonna say this one time. You watch those commercials; it looks like they're selling tampons, and you're like, "It's Lyrica. What is Lyrica?" And you're like, "It's fucking methadone, man. It's the alternative to heroin." My yeah. favorite commercials are with the women. They're like, "I'm so depressed." Okay, <laughs> I'm already on an antidepressant. I need a second antidepressant. To I'm sorry, we've we've tried you on Lexa Amateur, and now we'll put you on Lexa Pro and Lexa <laughs> Lexa Pro Plus. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, welcome, welcome to a Cleveland Moto Med podcast. <laughs> so on a lighter note, on a lighter note, I went to, I finally went to that booze road. Uh, <laughs> what in Huron? That that motorcycle wrecking. Place. Oh, you did. I did. You wait, 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 wait. You went to literally. Um. You went to Boris Cycle Salvage. Right. Boris, not booze. No, right. isn't it on Boost Road, though? It is. Yeah. And in, in urine, right? The one on urine, in urine, urine, where it used to be an in airport? Urine. Yeah. Yeah, urine. Yeah, urine. Yeah, we like to call it Whizville. Whizville. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Nick's just totally just. What? Nick's like, I'm just here for the jokes. And, <laughs> so, what kind of stuff do you they guys have? have not said real words in the past like three minutes? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> So you went to Bora's Cycle Salvage, yeah, so which a, is in, I'm sorry, 
Huron, Ohio, which okay. the locals okay. pronounce urine, gotcha. Gotcha. which we call Whizville. <laughs> it's all making sense. <laughs> now, now that we're all caught up. Now that we're all caught up. They do have a good Huron Pizza House. That's good pizza. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really good. So, so anyhow. Yeah. I needed a, a muffler catalytic converter for my 1150. Okay. Because, right. I don't know, I was riding home one day, pulled off the freeway, yeah. and all of a sudden, just like the the... Silencer blew out. Yeah, I was going to say, it literally exploded. Yeah. Right. So um, so when I was there, I'm like, have any R60 or R75 frames? And he's like... And were you dealing with Mike? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. And he's like, we have an R100 frame, and it'll fit. So right. I bought the R100 frame. Instead of putting that motor on there, I'm going to just swap everything over. Fuck and- Yes. So I'll be able to rebuild that that uh, R seventy five. Mike is magic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike's nice a good guy. Nice straight frame. I mean, yeah. it's, how much it's, stuff did they have there? Oh, it's five oh, airplane my, hangers. Yeah. It's oh wow. Go ahead, hmm? Tell bring us about it. Oh, so you pull in and you wouldn't know that it's a motorcycle place because they have like four snowmobiles out front and okay. But that and I didn't know I had the right place because it's like the old hangers from the airport and now the field's all. I don't think the airport exists anymore. It's just like a f- their fields and it's, it's all uh, grown over. No, it's not grown over. It's being tilled. So, hmm. so I missed it the first time. I came back around and went in there. The two guys come out. I was in the high ace, and he's like, "What kind of van is that? That thing is so cool." And he's like, "We were talking about the yeah. van." And so then I went in there. And so like you were a superstar as soon as you pulled in with yeah. the fucking. It was van. nice. I mean, that's yeah. what kind of you know breaks the ice. Whatever. Yeah, right. Steve gets it a lot. Yeah. So we yeah. went into the first shop. Is van where or is we heard all one the of parts. the two? They have like they have like bikes on lifts, and they're just pulling all the parts apart. But man, the smell of I don't know what like parts cleaner. Yeah. Was yeah. so strong. That when I walked in, it was like I was starting to have a hard time like breathing because it was like so strong. And so I'm in the office, and you know they're only really they only really heat the first hangar. The hangar where the office is is where they strip down all the bikes, and so that one's heated. And then the other hangers are pretty much just like there's a two stroke hangar, and it's just all the two strokes you ever thought of. Yeah, it really is awesome. Mm. But. So I'm in the office, and then I ask about that, and he's like, I'll just give it to you for 80 bucks. So 80 bucks for the frame. I'm, I, so that is an yeah. unbelievable deal, I think. Did it come I with mean, a title or no? No title, but no, it doesn't matter. Fine. I have a title you for You have a title that. for what you yeah. got. Yeah. yeah. So, so the guy, yeah. so then, the but the fumes were so thick. I mean, if you lit a match in there, we all would have died. <laughs> I mean, the fumes were so thick. And not there. just died, <laughs> but like. Yeah, I know. It would have been the biggest, you know, explosion. Started I, used to buy, I used to buy stuff from his dad. And so when the, kind, when the building, when the business was still new, uh, but Mike, so like Mike has, Mike has the gift. He's got the shine. Like he, he can, you can tell him any, like, I need a this. And he just goes, yeah, it's in that box right there. <laughs> it's in the, it's in that fourth hanger over there behind that guy's ultralight over there, you know, next to the landing light collection. Uh, that's where you'll find yeah. what you need. So anyway, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And I started getting like, I had a cough. Yeah. Because it was, the fumes were so thick. Right. And I'm like, I better not cough. These guys are going to like <laughs> shoot me and like bury me in the field. They because, don't give you know, a fuck about COVID-19. No, they could not give a No, they could not give a fuck. No, like, not give a fuck. <laughs> no, no. And they're like, nothing. It's like nothing. They're like, come on over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How are you going to pay? You want to pay for this right. on PayPal? Here, right. bring that phone over here. Yep. I'll show you how to do this. I'll show you how to do it, yeah. 
So she grabs the phone. Yeah. And shows me how to like. I love that place. It's they, they're really awesome people. Yeah. If I need Road anything, trip. that is the first place I go, and it's a very weird thing because it is kind of we keep it secret because he he actually doesn't want people. To, there's a sign out front that says "Go the fuck away." Well, what does the sign say? You drove past it. The sign says "Not open for customers." Mm. Which is a hilarious sign because that means it's open for anybody who isn't trying to give him money. Right. Right. But it, it basically says it's not open to the public. Hmm. But if you drive down the driveway, you know, you see. Then they try to asphyxiate you. Well, hang, you see a pile <laughs> on the left and you're like, well, those are all Honda four stroke singles. Hmm. And you're like, oh, oh, on the right, those are all Kawasaki twins and triples. So they do most of their business online or? They do. Okay. So he does most of his business online. It's all a lot of eBay stuff. Just tons of eBay stuff. And honestly, Punter's showing up there going like, well, I'm looking for a muffler for like any CB or like, you know, whatever. I don't care, you know, whatever. It's just a giant waste of his time. Like the best way you can show up is just be like, look, I need part number HRC3021863. And he's like, gotcha. I need HMC forty six zero thirty eight. Gotcha. So, no what problem. years do they specialize in? Anything or uh, I'm going to say all. Well, yeah, because yeah. I saw a new gold. I saw like yep. a eighteen hundred, not a new new. No, but a ten year old. Yeah, yeah, like a right. newer gold wing, yep. and they were stripping that apart. Yep. And they always they had, make they had a, decisions. A couple two strokes, they were stripping apart. I mean, it was like for a long the time gamut of everything in this. Well, they would only buy bike scrapyards that had like five hundred bikes in them or more. Mm, so okay. like their thing was they weren't going to come to your house and buy your bike. Right. They were going to go to your property and buy your 400 bikes. Right. And that's kind of the way they ran it. And it is funny because it is still an active airstrip. So people do fl- still fly out. See, of I didn't even see the strip. I saw yeah. like next to his shop is a field yep. that is like tilled. Yeah. Well, there's so is a it behind it. I mean, is the airstrip so behind it? In a couple of the hangars, they've got some uh, ultralights in there. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So they get some. It's a grass strip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's beyond. It's yeah. behind. It's not an uh, FBO. It doesn't yeah. have. Right, you know, and the thing is, is that anything, charts. Yeah. They they issue charts every two years for yeah. airplanes, but um, called you know, the John Denver charts. <laughs> yeah, John Denver, right? But um, but you know, like those those it might not even be manned. It might not be anything. But those are there for. It might be an emergency field, but it's still listed on the charts as a uh, field. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And, and the guy was really knowledgeable, and he knew exactly what to look for. He's like, I think I have that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have two of these. I have an R65 frame and an R100 frame. They're like, really good. The there. R100's probably more. I didn't know. I didn't remember if the R65 was a single side or not, so I right. went with the R100 because I knew that was. No, the, the R100's going to be safe for you. I mean, right. that's going to be, yeah. I and mean, it's exactly the same frame, and I could use the subframe, and mm-hmm. so it's, exactly. it's going to be fine. I think that's going to be a really good build for you, too. I, that's going to be kick-ass. Uh, that's called Bora's Cycle Salad. Salvage Design Boost. I love it. It's Boost Road. Yeah, yeah. Boost Road. The, it's a nice uh, ride, too. It, it's a really cool spot. It, it is badass. By the um, former Cedar Point. <laughs> no wait, it's still it's still Cedar Point, yeah. But it's called so Boris Cycle. That's B O R E S. So it's B O R E S, which is also Hind Airport, H I N D E. So if you want to try to fly in, <laughs> you better have some fucking S T O L, bitch. Because uh, if you don't have some stole, you ain't getting into that goddamn airport. Slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is not. I don't think this. I don't think the Ford Tri Motor 
can get in there. I don't think the tin goose can get in there. Yeah, uh, you have to use yeah. full flaps to get. You're gonna have there. flaps <laughs> out the ass at that point. Yeah, if you if you're not got giant chubby fat Alaska tires on that thing, you ain't coming in. Go around. Uh, go around. Go around. Go around. Get your ass up to Sandusky or what have you. But Boris Cycle Salvage, um, Boris. That's B O R E S, like Boars. Hmm. Not pronounced that way. Technically, though, I do love the fact that I am looking at it on Google Maps right now, and this guy's house is tagged as Huron Airport. Nice. So he's still listed as Huron <laughs> Airport. That runway has got to be... Um, 12 feet long. <laughs> 100, 200, 300. That, that runway might be, a, that might be a 440. That might be a quarter mile. So you can go no, super it's probably out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you have, I don't think you could launch an Impala with Jados off of that fucking runway. <laughs> dude, you guys have no idea. So yeah. I, I obviously, I used to fly giant scale airplanes right. and stuff, right? And there was this dude named du- Doc Martuccio who has a property just just on the Ohio PA border yeah. right there, right? And so he wanted to fly, but he, he works, he's an optometrist and he, right. he worked too much. So he bought this, this property right. and it built a barn and then he had this yearly fly-in, which was, he catered everything. It right. was like this big thing. Yeah. Well, across across the way was a cub flying club, like a okay. full scale yeah. cub flying club, and it's all these farmers that have been using cubs. For I love years. the way you say full scale. Well, no, it's just an airplane. Well, for me, because well, no, because I was. Oh my god! Yeah, this yeah this fucking one to one model. Yeah, it was right. amazing. <laughs> well, for us, because it was a we had fifty percent, we had fifty percent, and they had full scale, so that's why I say that. But anyways, so we're sitting there, and, and at noon, we're all flying and doing stuff. He's yeah. like, I need everybody to land at noon. We're going to have a show. Right. And we're like, okay, cool. Right. So at noon, we all land, and he brings out food, and we're all hanging out yeah. eating. And, and 10 cubs come, yeah. and they're flying, and like you know, <clears throat> most of them just do a flyby. Sure. But this one, a traditional yellow cub, you know, the they whole thing. Yeah. Well, some yeah. of them are blue and white, and they had a couple <laughs> super cubs, whatever, and some checkers on them. But this one comes and it goes real slow and it almost drags a wingtip. Yeah, goes straight up in the fucking air at about fifty feet. Does a a, a rudder over. Yeah, comes back down. <laughs> all this shit. Yeah. And we're like, holy fuck, this Who's guy's this guy? great. Yeah, fucking airplane lands and this seventy eight year old dude in overalls gets yeah. out with a cane. Of course, and fucking walks over yeah. and he's checking out our airplanes. Right. Like, what the fuck's going on over here? But meanwhile, I'm like. This motherfucker just like he's doing fucking aerobatics yeah. and all this shit. He's seventy eight oh, really? years yeah. old. Cubs are how awesome. How come you never found yeah, for, like flying half scale? How come you never found like a uh, little person to? <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> there's been many. Because I'm thinking somebody like three foot tall and maybe 140 pounds. Dude, I I, <laughs> I saw that movie Leprechaun. <laughs> well, check this out. Speaking of so half scale yeah. airplanes, so a couple years ago when the RNC was in in Cleveland, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I was still working pretty heavily in the drone industry, and I was known as an expert, if you will. And so I got called in, and the FBI had a whole thing down in the um. Berkeley for an airport right. at the old uh, old high school, the aviation, the high, aviation school. high school. Yep. They had their whole their whole broadcast set up. There was like trucks and things and fifty dudes in black suits. Like it was fucking crazy, right? Okay. So they had me come down. And they asked me some questions. They're like, "So, you know, you fly big drones. You fly these cinema cameras. How right. long can they fly and all this stuff?" And I'm like, "Well, the big drone. You know, we can get about 15, 14 minutes carrying about twenty pounds with this many batteries and all this stuff and everything." Like, oh. And so I was like, what you really need to be worried about is that for 99 bucks, you can right. buy an Eagle Tree flight control system exactly. and put it in a 50% scale cub. Absolutely. I can park that bitch at Perry, yep. start it with oh, yeah. two gallons of gas and 100 pounds of explosives, fucking drive away and have that thing take off by itself, fly around for two hours in a circle, and then pinpoint the fucking stadium and land it and blow up. Absolutely. And everybody there was like, uh, 
And <laughs> we didn't know shred. about this. Like, <laughs> Turns out scale modelers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And guess what happened right. now? They're, everything's canceled, and the right FAA now. just took over all the airspace. And yeah. They can't do it. So anything. this was your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> the fact that I can no longer fly a 250-gram airplane <laughs> right, right. is your fault. <laughs> yeah. A 250-gram. No, seriously. It's, it's, it's is crazy. Is it a tomahawk, no. or is it a one-quarter scale B-52? No, but I it, don't but know. It was really it was crazy how little they knew about this stuff. Like, well, they really didn't know this suit the existed. The government. Yeah. True. I mean, I hate to be that way, but, yeah. you know, guess what? Yeah. The, uh, so, I, I don't know. I'm going to call it for the podcast, because why not? Yeah. And uh, so, for all you poor bastards who are sequestered, which I'm sure we will be next week. Yep. Um, because we're just a week behind you guys. Um, we'll drop this tonight. We'll put it out there. You know, that the hotline's open. Yeah. So, get on Patreon. You'll get the hotline number. And you can shoot shit out like Big Ben has and like uh, Rand has. And we do, yeah, I mean, we want to play with you guys. We want to have fun with you guys. And at the Patreon $5 and $10 level, Renee will ask you how big you are. (laughs) 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 And uh, and then she'll send you the appropriate size T-shirt. And or <laughs> coffee mug or um, pint glass. Appropriate size. <laughs> I did. I did look into eventually, yeah. like maybe this summer and yeah. after the the fucking uh, zombie virus stops. Right. Um, I That's did download that... some software OBS, which uh, can support multiple cameras right, and right. inputs and stuff. Yeah. And we can do eventually. We yeah. can work it out. And for our Patreon people, we should be able to do a live broadcast. I think that's great. Yeah. And uh, the podcast uh, patrons will get this uh, amazing Ride Fast and Take Chances beer koozie that has the uh, Cleveland Moto helmet on the backside. And uh, be careful when you do. If you do get one of these, do not insert your penis anything into it (laughs) once it's been decompressed. Yeah, no, you have to put it in hard. It has to be in... (laughs) Now, hold on, Steve. <laughs> you can't just go putting it in all. You can't go thumbing it in. No. You got to really, no. it's got to be firm. You got, it, works got, bottles, yeah, bottles. it does work great for bottles. It does work great for bottles. It works fantastic for, for bottles. Cans, if you have a can size can, it well, has but to be I mean, fully the point being that, Yeah, just don't pull the tab first. No. Come at it. Come at it. Firm. You couldn't have popped it first. No, no, you can't pop it first. No, you got to come at it 7 a.m. proper. Yeah. Like a good good piece of maple. Don't put it on after it's been popped. (laughs) The only way to come at it is the first time unpopped. Unpopped, right. Right. And if you do that, it'll work great. And it does look very slimming on the can. It does. Because it is black. It makes everything look slimmer. And it does work. My uh, my my natter day miracle is still chilled after, after all this time. Two hours, and six seven months. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that's true. Uh, that spring beer from you know Columbus is still got a spring in its step. So there's that. Anyone got anything else? Fuck it. Ride fast. Take chances. Bum Give each other ten feet. Take chances! Take chances! Take chances! Take chances! Take chances!